Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rise of Dracus Chapter 2, Episode, I want to say, like, 5, Lake Casitas. How are my favorite players in the world doing today? Good. How's our favorite DM? Oh, thank you. It's going great. I am so excited for what we have coming up today. It's going to be a fun and easy session where everything goes well, everyone rolls well, and the party lives happily ever after. Copium. Wow. Right? Took huge shots of copium before starting the session. Oh, Holy we, shit. We do have Fluke Nook with us, so what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Wait, what was, yeah, that's not their true. name, is it? It's Nook Nook, yes! Nook Nook, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Fluke Nook, and I'm like, that doesn't make no. any sense. Nook Nook. All right, of course. I apologize. No. You should. It was, it was rude to mispronounce his name that way. Um, so where do we leave off, players? What is that's happening? That's a good question. It's been a minute. Well, Nook Nook had just saved the day by negotiating a great peace with the uh, with the opposing orcs. The yep. orc guards. The island is entirely safe now that Nook Nook has negotiated the great peace. Yes. There was a very short-lived um, conversation with some orc guards in this valley right here. Yes. Yes, that did happen. But what, yes. what was the result of this? I guess uh, we should rewind a bit and say I drafted a little bit of a letter, mm. uh, a diplomat's letter, encouraging the leaders of yes. the opposing force in order to meet us at the name of this title drop. Uh, Lake Casitas. Yes. So we're going to meet with them, and like Neil said, everything is going to go great because they're reasonable beings, and we're reasonable mm -hmm. beings. It was such a great letter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... They read the letter and they were like, oh, my God, this is our chance for peace. Mm -hmm. And um, what does the letter say? Bro you know, broad strokes. In short, um, we um, we have come back to govern this land. We know that you weren't. We are trying to not cause an international incident, and mm -hmm. we hope you aren't either. And mm -hmm. we'd like to talk over here at Lake Casitas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, why don't we... I'm going to just delete these things. We're going to move our players over to a lake. We're going to put on some lake sounds, and uh, let's figure out what's happening. Because you could just wait here for a little while until these people show up. In fact, you have a head start. Right. These people have to get this message. They have to take it back to their camp or back to their fortress, deliver it to someone. They might need time to like talk about it. Maybe they got to wait for people to show up. Maybe someone's out of the castle. You know, you probably have like a day to a three day head start to get to this lake and um, set up whatever you might want or at least get to familiar with the area. This is a, a little clip corner of the lake that we could use. Um... And you're going to be here. And you've got days. Or a day. To wait. What's the... What's the plan? What's the conversation happening around the lakeside? Maybe actually gazing out at the lake instead of... Gazing towards the... From whence you came. What are we looking at? I'll look at the lake, I guess. I'll... I'll uh, say to Vincent, Vincent, you know, there is a chance they're not going to show up at all. There is a chance for a lot of different outcomes. I say as I gaze out 
onto the lake alongside Elaine, but but I'm hopeful that today will be the day that our two forces come to a great agreement. Or soon, not today, but soon. Crumb will probably want to be, like, the whole time very... She's on edge, and she's, like, kind of patrolling the forest. Like, she hears, like, a twig snap, and she's like, huh, like... Goes to check it out, make sure that she's not getting ambushed with the group. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're back over here, keeping an eye out, making sure that there's yeah. no trouble coming up. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. And what are we doing with Nook Nook? He's just chilling, hanging out. Yep, it's one of us. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, time cannot pass, and if there are no plans, we can just say you've got your supplies and you find a place to make a camp and you just wait. I don't think we're going to ambush them. I don't think that's the uh, the move we're making here. I think the best thing is to be, like, on the defense. I will be trying very hard to anticipate if they're gonna come and try and like fuck us up we could try to to at least uh have a walk around the lake though to see if this area is actually safe or if we're just waiting for two days to be ambushed by some lake monster you know that Mm -hmm. would make sense yeah so i think we should at least secure the area have a walk around the lake see if we found any uh signs of you know monsters around here or anything that could trouble us in the next two days uh, you do find some signs of disturbances. There is, leading into the lake are a great many little streams and rivers and uh, creeks. And one of these creeks, how do you say? Like it leads into the, the lake as you would normally expect. But the ground around, like maybe a couple hundred feet off of the lake going up the creek has signs of recent disturbances, has signs of recent mass flooding, where all of the the ground is sort of pulled and washed in one direction, and there's, like, lines where rocks were pulled or pushed by by large waves or rolled by a large force of water into the lake. And it seems very unusual to have, like, a 200-foot section of small creek that has clearly been overtaken by some sort of, like, storm or flood that occurred there. That's a little unusual. I don't know if you care enough about that. Maybe that's just a local anomaly? Anomaly, that's the word. Um, The other things that you're going to notice around here is that the far side of the lake, it's kind of a big lake. It takes more or less a a day to walk all the way around it. Um, The far side of the lake seems to have some pretty serious fire damage to it. Like, in recent history, last year, maybe, um, some sort of storm, firestorm, raged around the far side of the lake, burning out trees, but then didn't wrap around it. Again, it's like a, a pretty small contained area, maybe 300 feet across the backside of the lake, and then going away from it and sort of up the hills, but not all the way up the hill. Like the fire started maybe halfway between the lakes and the hills and then burned to the lake and burned halfway up the hill and then just sort of stopped. Some some strange geography, but this is a, a new land in the process of being created. So maybe this is just par for the course. 
Um, there are large boulders strewn about. You can kind of see trails of destruction where rocks probably rolled off of the mountains and down the hills and sort of landed, not quite near the lake, but a few hundred feet away, maybe a thousand feet away. Um, so there's signs of recent disturbance, but you don't see any outward monsters or dangerous wild creatures yet. At least not um, in this first day. Rum would ask Nook Nook. Like, you, he's a goblin, right? Yeah, he's a goblin. You, goblin! Oh, please, don't hurt me! Please, please! I'm free now! Listen, I'm going to ask you a question, and you better answer truthfully. Yes, master. All right, All right. and I'm going to show him the, o- the ocean weird wavy thing first. Yes! What, what did this... How did this get like this? Do, what, what do you think? Have you seen it? Do you know about it? I don't know. Tell me. What did it? No, I'm asking you. Have you not heard of the orcs talking about anything like this? Like the um, the ocean monsters? Or is there some sort of weird tide here? Or oh, you please, don't know anything? Mistress, I, I'm just a humble goblin. I do not know the ways of the world. Please do not beat me from my ignorance. All right. Uh, I will take him to the place where there was the fiery stuff. All right, and you, the, uh, this over uh, here. Yes. You know nothing of it. No, you I know. Any I know this answer. Okay, and what's the answer? Fire. Fire yes. did this. Yes. Yes. Yes, master. When? How did it happen? Um. Do you know? Do you know the answer or? The, you don't the, know. the sun god. And you know this? No. No. Okay. There's no knock so you don't know. So. All right. All right. I think, I think I'm standing a little bit away with Vincent. I have my arms crossed. I look at, <laughs> I look at the two small people fighting over there, you know. Uh, and I'll say to Vincent, Vincent, do you have means of detecting magic around here? <laughs> yeah, I could prepare detect magic. I'll say, um, I'm not entirely sure, you know, I don't know anything about magic, but I know some things about conflict. If I look around this lake, it looks to me like, I don't know, it seems a weird idea, but it seems like the water elementals went up against the fire ones. Oh, that's a good guess. I think that could have happened. You're a map. You're a mapper, right? Do you have any idea what caused this? This, and I'll point towards the area where the water's washed away the ground. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good guess. Um, do I have a skill to figure that out? Cartography. Um. Hmm. Cartography is about making maps, not about the pro- geological and natural processes. Uh, you can give me. Let me take a look at your brother's skills. Vincent. Oh, beautiful Vincent. Healing, herbalism, cartography, calligraphy, bureaucracy. You know what? Calligraphy is the art of um, writing, but like, you know, fancy writing. And sometimes calligraphy is done with like a, a pen and sometimes calligraphy is done with a brush. And I think you can see that the flow of water on the ground here does resemble the flow of brushwork 
Um, and if you've you've like you know done some fancy writing on a map where there's been like a couple of specks of dust, and as your your paintbrush rolls over them, those little dust specks or sand things will leave trails in the ink on the page, which sort of you know muddies the thing and, and, and makes you frustrated because it makes a, a less beautiful stroke. Um, and that looks a lot like what you see here. And based on how you've seen sand moving under ink, um, this looks like significant pressure that's fairly consistent and fairly directional. And it reminds you a lot of just like taking a brush and sort of stroking it across a page. I don't know if that helps you, but that's that's something that you would be pretty familiar with. Yeah, I'll just comment to Elaine. I think your theory is pretty good. Uh, could certainly have happened. If we were to... I don't know. Are elementals considered magic? If we were to try to detect around here, would we find residue of them? I've never... I mean, I've seen an elemental, probably, in that night when we saw that big light up on the mountain, but... I'm a know. magic caster, so I should know the answer to this, Neil. I'm guessing no, but thoughts? Um... Hmm. Elementals are sort of magical creatures. You might be able to pick up a magic aura from one. Uh, if it was like right in front of you and you cast a detect magic spell, you might be able to. I don't think you. I don't think you've ever met an elemental before. We hmm. saw one. There was a fire elemental in the uh, mountain area. Yeah, but you've never experimented on any of these things. I think that's one of those, um, like, either it's a, a living creature and therefore it's sort sort of non-magical, or it is like an interplanar creature, which means it might have some sort of conjuration magic still around it, um, or it has arrived through natural means and wasn't conjured into this world and so it wouldn't have any magical aura it's more of like the method in which it came here might leave some residue around it hmm. well uh while we're talking i'll ask elaine since she's from nobility she might know a bit more uh do you know anything about the kingdom of solemn I mean, yeah, a few things. What do you want to know? Mostly what they would care about this place about. I think we have the general idea, but if you happen to know more, maybe we can negotiate better. Um, it really is hard to tell because I've... The things of Solemn that I've been in contact with were mainly that Vorasi cult that I've met. Um, but cults tend to be fanatic and crazy. So I'm not sure if they are thinking in that direction. If they are, then I don't think there's anything we should give them, to be honest. Because then uh, we really shouldn't be backing down from people who are that fanatical. Um, well, judging by the boxes that we found, right, that were locked in the fort, I would say they are just out to expand, find valuable resources, and send them back to the, uh, 
to the homeland. It doesn't seem to me like they are particularly interested in finding out more about this area we're in, at least. Um, maybe there's a certain place they are exploring, but it's not the beach and it's not around Santa Barbara, that's for sure. I mean, they pretty much just use the villages there, but they're not exploring around there. You know, they, they didn't make it their base and explore from there, so their interest must lie further northwards. Um, and in that jungle, because you could have landed all the way up north, right, on the other beach, but they didn't do that. They landed here and then went to that old fortress. So, my guess would be powerful magic, since that an old fortress popping up in the jungle must be very magical and very mysterious, but I don't know about magics. And then a more practical approach, which is like bringing back possible resources for expansion, sustainability, whatever they are trying to do. Uh, at some point, I'm going to come back with the goblin and bring return Nook Nook back to his caretaker um, and say, I asked him about the uh, water and the fire and doesn't know anything. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to have failed you. Please, please don't beat Nook Nook. I, I, I just ignore him, and I send him off to be with the goblin lover. Mm, mm, good word. Good yeah. The goblin lover. Okay, I'll I'll just look at the leg, and I'll say, um, you know, Vincent, I'll leave it up to you. If you have any further interest in exploring this, and you want to, you know, find out what the basis for all this is, and where the elementals come from, I will support you in your research. Um... I have no means to tell you more about elementals or know more about them or fight them for that matter. But uh, I do understand that this island is a great mystery to all of us. Yeah, I am. Um, uh, I think it is fine for us to just wait and hope that no elementals stumble upon us. All right, then let's make camp maybe on the other side of the lake, wherever this water is not you know just on the opposite right. side maybe yeah um so if we're gonna take a quick look at the regional map as soon as it loads i will drag us to the area here we go so our party sort of entered from this direction um the the water stuff is over here on the north side the fire stuff is here on the the far east side um I was imagining the party would camp on the the west side because that's where you came from and where you expect the um, Solomese to arrive. Is that how you want to do things or do you want to be somewhere else? Where's the water, the weird water? Uh, north like, side. Like here? Yeah, like right around here is where the weird water oh, was. That's, that's fine. We really can't be staying here anyways. I don't know what this area looks like. Uh, yeah, this, this is a little ghost. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, a few days pass while you wait for them to How show. How many is a few? I think you got here on the evening of the 10th, and it is, the 11th passes as expected. The 12th passes as expected. The 13th is Jeez. actually one of the high holidays. It's a holiday known as Jubilee. There's normally a festival where people dress up in elaborate costumes and paint their faces or wear masks and play like party games of skill and balance and archery. And, you know, you sort of make and sell art. Everyone eats and drinks. It's like a big, 
you know, summer festival sort of thing. Yeah, it's the Cute. the high holiday for the goddess of appearances. Um, this is, music is way too intense. Uh, for the goddesses of appearances, the goddess of passion, the goddess of art, the god of hunting, the god of war, the god of crafting, the god of trade, luck, and joy. You know, they all share this high holiday called Jubilee. And that is today, August 13th, which is a Saturday. And um, it is on this day that you can see in the distance the coming of the orcs. Just the orcs. Like how many? How many are we well, talking? We start with spotting the first orc scout that's going to arrive. Um, mm. You know, they're not showing up in a, a marching column without any advance notice, but you're hanging out by the lake, and then you see a singular orc dressed as the other ones were in their armor with their weapons, uh, coming to a bit of a hill that leads down towards the lake, shading their eyes against the the light because the orcs are tend to be fairly nocturnal creatures and they're traveling here during the day which must mean something um observing and then they'll disappear for a moment so you know that at least one orc scout has found your location the orc scout i saw him did you see him i did let's hope vincent's plan pans out the way he hopes to should I should I go and, and try to keep a lookout and report back if I see something amiss? I don't... Crumb, if, if this goes bad, we all die here together. There's no more scouting for this one. It doesn't matter. If they want to kill us here, they can kill us here. Well, well, I... We have a small chance of escaping if they do come. I, uh... I tried to gauge how the wind is blowing today. Um, that's a great... The wind blows out this canyon during the... You've been here for a while, so you know that during the day, this little... This little cul-de-sac within the mountains. I should show chat what I'm talking about. This little cul-de-sac within the mountains heats up and the winds blow out this channel. But during the nighttime, um, the remaining air will cool and you'll have and condense and you need onshore winds that blow back in. So during the daytime, the wind blows out. During the nighttime, the wind blows in. Yeah, I'll let everyone else know. A lizard never puts themselves in a enclosed spot without an escape plan if everything goes terribly we can always ride the wind out of here it's true ride the wind what do you uh, yes. mean i i have a spell prepared which will allow us to travel using the winds and perhaps escape up and over ah. up and over the mountains vincent yes if need be wherever the wind is blowing really Wherever, really. Yes. And we'll just... We'll just slowly on... float away, and hopefully the mages don't shoot us down. All right. All right, yeah. But hey, at least it's good against uh, orcs wielding axes or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah. glad to know, Eddie. At least you're prepared. Wonderful. Yes, we're also prepared by having, you know, laid out a nice picnic uh blanket type thing 
for a good I'm meeting. Not, no, I'm definitely oh. not putting out a picnic blanket. <laughs> you see Elaine angrily folding the blanket and stuffing it back. It's not happening. It's not like this. Talk standing around on like dirt. I would have wanted to prepare something nice looking during the few days, but we can talk about it for sure. Yeah. We can talk here. If it goes well, you can invite them to the picnic. How about that? Mm. But the meeting point is here. <laughs> okay. All right. I think Krem's probably saying some prayers. Mm. She thinks that Vincent's plan is going to get us all killed. Mm. So she's saying oh. her little halfling prayers. Maybe 45 minutes after the first orc was scouted, spotted, uh, another one will appear at the same spot. Uh, by now, the sun has shifted, so they don't need to shield their eyes against it as much. And they'll sort of just stand there maybe a, a quarter mile off on a slight rise, looking down towards the lake where you are. They're clearly seeing you. You've clearly seen them. Everyone's aware of it. Um, and they wait. I give a friendly wave. There I'll is a... Hello. Uh, there is like a... a a hail of acknowledgement, like a, a raising of the hand just to be like, I see you, but not a friendly wave or not a, you know, how's it going, buddy? More of just like, a, just, you know, I see you. I'll stand there and I'll just quietly say they're waiting for the sun to go down. Hmm. Is that a... A what? bad omen? Is that the case? Are we in the afternoon? Yeah, it is in the afternoon by now. It'll be very awkward if they just stand there for several hours. I'm cautiously optimistic that they're just scouting ahead instead of waiting for the night. Mm -hmm. Well, they can do both, you know, at the same time. You know, if two more hours pass, then we can start getting suspicious. But for now, I am cautiously optimistic that that is not the case. Then you will stay cautiously optimistic, and I will stay slightly suspicious for the next two hours. <laughs> if the sun begins to go down, and they are waiting for night, do we still attempt to parlay with them at night? Well, uh, we'll get to that if that's the case in two hours. All right. Two hours pass. The sun oh, is beginning to go. Well, it's not going down yet, but it's getting on towards evening. They're only really? a quarter mile away. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we maybe I should have more clearly described the time of day the whole day. Um, but it's getting on towards the what? It's August. So I guess the sun doesn't set actually until like 10 and it's closer to like Six, so it's probably still a few hours before the sun goes down, but it's getting further in the sky. It's now clearly on the west side of everything, which puts the sun at the orcs' backs and at your fronts. Mm. Great. Well, I'll call out. Please come and join us. You're gonna have to get a lot closer. They're a quarter mile off. That's uh, no. 1,500 feet. Have they just been standing there the whole time? Just one orc. Just a singular orc with no other creatures around him. Just hanging out on the hill, doing his best to be a good soldier and kind of keep a, a straight posture, not slouch or, you know, languish or lounge. Has it 
been a singular orc this whole time or has that orc reported back talked to anyone yeah one orc showed up and then left and then like 45 minutes later an orc maybe the same maybe a different one hard to tell from this distance showed up and just has been chilling there the whole time without communicating with anyone yeah i talked to the party and said that guy's there probably just to show the rest of the group once they get here i know that's optimistic Ah, we also we'll also (laughs) see how big the group is once the group arrives yes I would hope that they kept their party to a small size as we requested. And what if we see them coming and it's a huge ambush? We're better just to run. That would probably be where we ride the wind then. Yes. And you can take all of us in this wind? Even... And I... Um, fucking goblin. I will... I will very quietly take you aside and say, I can bring four of us. I got it. Yeah. Goodness. All right. Well, as the hours continue to trickle by, and as we get onto like proper evening, where it's not dark, but the sky is beginning to dim, and the aggressive sunshine is um, muted. You can see the orc turns behind them for the first time in a long time and then turns back to you and shortly thereafter appear four more orcs one of them has a uh, very different posture than the others and different equipment one of them is clearly an orcish leader of some kind and for regular mundane orcs that's good not coming in with a whole army that is good. I will, I will shout. I guess because you said they are too far away, right? They can't still can't hear us from here. Yeah. Never mind. Then I'll keep that for later. Um, well, we do another friendly wave. I do a friendly wave. Yes. Uh, I just wait. I try and observe them best I can. Are they talking while they're coming? Uh, I don't they... think they're coming yet. They're just standing. Uh, are they talking? Uh, they are... There's a little bit of communication between them, but not like a casual, we're just like strolling and having a good time chat. More of yeah. like a, you know, someone will point to something and, and say something and others will turn and then they'll kind of mm-hmm. refocus. Like uh, watch and then, to the left. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the lot of them will start coming down the hill towards us. And How many are we talking? We're talking five orcs. Five orcs. Okay. Five orcs, no humans, wonderful. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be great. Fantastic. It'd be worse. Yeah, I talked to the party. I'm surprised they sent probably their lead muscle person to negotiate. Uh, we were talking about one of those orc leaders, Ganorsha, I think. No, oh, wait. Mock the Rock. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay, sorry, I just forgot a uh, an asset. Had to put it together real quick. Here we go. This. 
is because you are right it is mock Tarak who is arriving i want to have a good look at this guy's weapon really good look uh, it is a two-handed battle axe But just a two-handed battle axe. It doesn't appear to be crackling with lightning or any of that other stuff. Doesn't look like a Vorpal sword to me. Doesn't look like a Vorpal sword to you at all. As Mach Tarok, or who you assume to be Mach Tarok, because they when they get closer, they're clearly a half orc, um, and four orcish warriors in the evening will begin to come down. I guess, are you over here? Or are you, you're back with the rest of the party, right? Um, not Pigeon. Sorry, Peach. Rum? Yeah. <laughs> Pigeon? Pigeon is Mr. Yeah. Moon's character's name in a different campaign. Oh, Wait, I see. actually? Yeah, Sorry, you, he knows I love pigeons, and he never told me that he He never told you he named his character Pigeon? He's got no. really big bug eyes and, like, does this all the time. That's so cute. He's also named one of his characters after a kid that I babysit. Anyways. Ugh. So you, adorable. You babysit a child Thank named you. Pigeon? It's a no, weird name. named Sunny. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, neither here nor there. <clears throat> um, our orcs will arrive. Standing a short distance away before they begin to initiate conversation, Mokhtarok will step in front of the others. And in a husky voice, say, which one of you is the leader? I'll step forward and I'll say, uh, I am. My name is Elaine Pentelin of Drekus. I assume you are Mark Tarak? I am. I have learned your crass tongue. Have you learned mine? Say, um... I haven't, which is why I brought Nook over here. Nudge you can the little translate if there are any if there are any doubts. He looks over at the goblin, looks back at you. Seems satisfied with everything as it should be. There we go. You wish to avoid the glories of war. You wish to surrender your lands. I don't think the letter said anything about us wishing to surrender our lands. You wish we for talked peace? To... Yes, that's more like it. We talked to Ganasha. It was, um... Her orcs had taken over the outpost, which is a Drakissian outpost. Mm. So we had to claim it back. I'm sure you'll understand that. Mm-hmm. But we have no interest in having a giant war against you on this island. If you have no interest in claiming this island as your own, then there's no reason for us to fight you people here. And if I do have an interest in claiming this land and its treasures for my own... Well, then maybe we should talk about what your reason is for claiming it and whether we can figure a way out how we both our sides can get out of this satisfied. Untold precious resources, raw magics, lands that are fertile, ripe with food, fertile soils, 
animals game. The new section of Earth for the Empire. What do well, you I want? can see that. Well, we do want the same. But our mm. people settled here first. Yes, they did. We are happy we to relieve you of your lands if you do not wish to run away. We have no wish of running away, I'll say. Why should we? We might not be Good. orcs, but we have to protect our people that live here. We're not going mm. to leave them behind. Then how about a tribute system? You keep the land and the shores around the town and the harbor. You pay 20% of all collected taxes to us, and we allow you to exist as one of our way stations. You leave everything beyond the mountains to us. We leave everything between the mountains and the sea to you. It's very reasonable. I'm sure... I'm sure you people have very limited resources, otherwise you would have already explored the entire island and have more of a post than just that rotting castle somewhere in the jungle. So let's be realistic about this one, shall we? Mm. You're taking a very long time to exploring all these things and finding all those treasures that you're speaking of. You're clearly overwhelmed with the few amount of people you have there. So asking 20% of us to go on with your little adventure that clearly is not as productive as you wished for it, you know, it's not really a good deal, is it? If all that existed in my empire was my axe and my men, and all that existed in yours was your sword and your men, I would agree. But that is not the extent. I am backed by the great and powerful army of Rossi, backed by the goddess of death herself. You? Your nation? Your people? Not even a full island? We outnumber you a thousand to one. You're not making a deal against me and my men. You're making a deal against the might of the goddess of death and destruction herself. You could sure, kill us, but, if... but we would come back. I understand that, but... You've been on this island for a while, and if the goddess of death and destruction and her entire army would have wanted to take this island in a storm, they could have, but clearly it's not a priority. You're not a priority to your people. Neither am I. Let's be real. We're both sitting on this island here, and it doesn't matter who backs us, because this is going to take forever for anybody to, you know, come as an actual backup. In the end, it's just mm. us on this island. Mm -hmm. And we can get this over with much quicker if we work on this together... Or we can try to fight and die here, and then they can send reinforcements and not be bothered by losing us whatsoever. You underestimate my desire for bloodshed. I don't think I do. I feel like orcs have a very great desire to prove themselves and for bloodshed. I feel like that is your way to achieve honor and a way of you to prove yourself in life and then I guess at some point you die and what all that matters to you seems to be achieving great honor until then 
there's a, a subtle nod of acknowledgement. I'll say, um, I can acknowledge who you are, right? But sometimes who we are doesn't matter in situations. You are not here because you're an orc. You're here because you have a role to play. You have a job. You have a position, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes our personal interests and what we want as a person doesn't matter as much as um, the role we fulfill for the Empire. And clearly the your Empire has great trust in you, otherwise they wouldn't have sent you here in a leadership position. So I think you do have an interest in proving yourself and, you know, being honorable and slaughtering people. But I also believe you have an interest in fulfilling your role as best as you can, no? Otherwise you wouldn't have taken that job. You would be out there as a headhunter or something like that. I am here because it was my assignment. And I am not going to hand over the lands that I have conquered, that my brethren have spilled blood for, to the first red-haired human to walk my way. They're not going to take these lands without a fight. Unless you submit, acknowledge us as the true rulers of this place, pay your tribute in good faith, and we will let you live. Is there nothing greater to achieve on this island than conquering it? Is that the main purpose? Is that goal number one and then everything else comes next is that not your objective did you not come here with spears and banners and swords and wizards and put my men to death so that your flag could fly over the fortress how do you pretend to be something other than the same as me you're no, just I don't as pretend, bloodthirsty I don't, pretend, I don't pretend to be anything else I was just wondering if you might have a different interest as well considering this island is much further away from your homelands than it is from mine, you know? It's not that much further. The might of the Solomese Empire has grown. Our bases inch ever closer to where the land, to where the sun sets. Islands in the Dardens. The Stormtide Kingdom long under our reign gives us an incredible reach. It is not too terribly long until all the lands between the continent and the setting sun are ours. All right, as a cartographer, I'm going to um, use that information to figure out how big their lands are compared to to the Dracassian lands. His estimates of a population 10 times larger are not wrong. Oh, they actually have ten times as many people. Oh as yeah, us. yeah, they are big. Yeah. Oh, and angry. But you would know that the main kingdom, the heart of their kingdom, is like a multi-month journey by boat. It's it's sort of similar to the distance between Europe and the United States. It's a it's a long boat voyage, and they're claiming that they've got like some nearby islands like the Bahamas or like the southern tip of Florida or something um, with outposts on it. So they do have a 
a much, much bigger empire, but it is pretty far away. So, Neil, since we're talking, four orc fighters, 14 AC, yeah? What do they have? What kind of weapons? <laughs> Battle axes. Um, uh, the, the These dudes over here all have shields. Mokhtarok does not have a shield and does have a two-handed battle axe. Um, they all have helmets and, like, some pauldron armor with some furs over them, uh, which will give them AC 13, and then the shields, small shields without a shield proficiency, bring it to 14. Mokhtarok has the armor, but no shield because of the two-handed weapon, so just 13 AC. I look at Vincent and I say, Vincent, any words you have? You're the you're the you're the mighty wizard. Is there anything you can offer these people that would intrigue them? Uh I guess I'll comment to Mark the Rock. I'm surprised Geraldine didn't come herself. She wasn't at the base. It was just me. Geraldine exploring the other treasures, investigating the ley lines with my cavalry. Beyond the mountains, our numbers are eight, no, ten times, ten times what you see here before you. And he does take the moment to do the math and have to rethink it and then, like, spit it back out again. That's funny. Sounds like quite the adventure that uh, Geraldine and your other forces are. Don't you think that the proper glory was where she was? He snarls a little bit. The glory is in the conquest. Looking at scratches on the grounds casting magics to divine the futures, looking for places where portals can be made or mages can teleport or sources of magic can be ripped from the earth is the work of intellectuals. The true strength lies in those who control the ground, who control the blood, and that is me. When I have made our solution to this problem, I will have everything I want. Let her dilly and dally and poke and prod at the heady thoughts of... He kind of spits it out, wizards. If I'm not mistaken, this wizard is your leader, and... I don't think you should be talking for her. Oh, boy. Decisions are made by those who show up. If she's going to busy herself with silly magical investigations, she abdicates her authority in negotiations. I am here. I will say, well, if Geraldine ever feels like talking, I'm sure she will know how to find us. I will mark your graves appropriately. 
So, how is this how is this nice little small talk going to end now? I personally thought that our two uh, requests aren't that far apart. We're just 20% tribute away from reasonable. I look towards the two of them. Uh, I don't think there was any problem with the two of us splitting the land. I don't think there was any potential. I thought we could even work together uh, if... Geraldine would like another wizard to help. I am happy to offer my services. I think we can adventure together. Is this how your people function? The warriors lead and the wizards advise? Sounds like the appropriate distribution of brains and brawn. What say you, wizard? Come work with us. Leave these fools behind. I would be happy to split the lands with you. You can run the entire city. You can delve into the magics that lay here. Give us our 20%. We'll make you Lord. Lord Campbell the Third. Right. Well, that's the main snag against what we're doing. Um, I think we're almost on the same page here. It's just a negotiation behind this 20%. And I doubt that our two nations would want to clash over this meager 20% tax from one outpost. Uh, we are really close to each other, I'd say. Just don't ask for it, and we can work together. They look at Elaine... So just so I understand it correctly. Vincent, what are you proposing here? It seems like uh, that was the first thing that we were thinking about, that they recognize our outpost is ours. The island itself is fairly large, and uh, they can explore the northern forest if they want. We can as well. But they would be on our land. Our land. Or are you suggesting that we relinquish the right and title to our land to them? I guess well, uh, the first thought I'll have is, uh, did Drekus lay claim to the entire island? When Drekus landed here, the island was much, much smaller, and it was just coming out of the ocean, and people showed up and said, like, this is our place, this is our land, this is our city, but since then, like, more island has uncovered, so we're in that international politics realm of, like, what does a claim on a land really mean? There's a lot of, lot of gray here. You could make a lot of arguments. Hmm. Well, I feel like if, for example, the city of Toronto all of a sudden sprouted a new leg, and then some <laughs> other random-ass country came and was like, wild dignity! That was new. Uh, Canada would be like, go fuck yourself. That was attached to our claim land. Nuh-uh. Um, sorry. Yeah, I mean, uh, we could start... There's negotiation room for this. We could try to, you know, split the island in half. Uh, it's a much bigger island. It's much bigger than what Drekus thought. So... That means that we made a good investment. 
that we invested when the stonks were low. Those are our stonks, but we invested low, and now we're cashing out high, but they're ours. You can't come in after the fact and then say, oh, well, now I want a cut of it. Uh -oh. I'll even, I'll even as a merchant, uh, think about how many, um, how much gold, like, this outpost is even making per year. Can't be that much mm. tribute. Um, hmm. That's a great question. At the moment, it's not a lot. At the moment, it's nothing because you haven't been collecting taxes from these people in, in years. But judging by the size of the place, it's not that much based on what you've seen in town being produced. The real value here is in what hasn't yet been discovered um, and is in like the cultivation of new crops, new fruits that have never been seen before. And who knows what that market might bear. Mm-hmm. But uh, as it stands, yeah. the income is paltry. Got it. It sounds to me like they just, um, well, uh, it seems to me Mock the Rock just wants to take the win by saying he gets tribute, but this might actually be good for us because uh, that might imply that we're free to expand over this island. Uh, and that's good for them, too, since pay them a little bit. Maybe we can negotiate down on this 20% number, but as long as he says that we have to pay him, you know, some amount, they take their win, we take mostly our win, honestly. I think that a problem is that they might know more information about what is valuable to be uncovered in this land. Like, we might not be making a lot of, like, money now in this land, but if we were all of a sudden extracting very precious metals... Or, you know, if we found ways to make this land valuable, the valuation in the future could be really big. And I think it might send the wrong message about our empire if, like, people are able to come onto our land, take it, and then force us to pay taxes on it. It makes us look like pansies. It doesn't matter, you can twist it both ways. It can yeah. be a situation of we're weak, so they can come and take over. It might be a situation of we threaten them, so they attack. Like, it doesn't matter. if You can interpre interpret it however you want. I'll say to Mark, I'll say to Mark, okay, um, the following is happening. I'm willing to renegotiate land ownership over the island, at least in parts. Uh, we can draw up a contract, I'm fine with that. But I need Geraldine to be present for that. There's like a, a slow, simmering, seething wrath as you say to his face and to his men that he's not the authority and that you need to speak to the manager who actually yeah, has the I power. I need to speak to the manager. And if he doesn't like it, then he doesn't like it. Oh, he doesn't like it. But and I'll look at him and I'll say, listen, I've fought plenty of men on an open field. I know that anger you're feeling, but we're both representing other people than ourselves, okay? If it was just us in a field and you wanted to duel me, I'd understand. But we're more than just that right now. 
Let us meet here again on the first day of the new moon. That means the beginning of next month, which is in, well, 14, 15 days. By then, the sorceress of which you speak shall have returned or shall be lost in the jungles. We can recommunicate our desires for a mutually beneficial arrangement. I have an alternate proposal. How about you take us to Geraldine? Uh, we can talk much faster then, and we can even do so on your land, uh, your area. She's in the jungle. I know not where. With the cavalry and, and her bodyguards. Surely exploring but, these ley lines and ruins, as you said? Yes, but I know not where they are. But if you would like to come back with us to the other side of the mountains... We will make you comfortable in our keep while we wait. That would be easily arranged. We can share with you the great fruits we have found beyond the mountains. Very generous of you. I look towards Elaine. I said, I... Appreciate the offer, but we cannot do that. My army does not know that we will be gone for that long. If we vanish for 12 days, then it's not going to end well for anybody. Well, we just have to report back first, right? I look at her to see if she's trying to imply she doesn't like the plan. She does not like the plan. Hmm. Mm. Why don't we take back our goblin slave? And when Geraldine re-arrives, we will send him scurrying your way to let you know we are ready. No, no, what? please, masters. No, don't let them take Nook Nook, please. That is a fine idea. I'm okay with that. Yes. Of course. Nook Nook hides behind Vincent's coattails. Vincent? Please, please! They're going to kill me! They're going to torture me! They're going to beat me for information! They'll make me betray you, master! They'll make me tell you everything I've seen! Everything I've heard! Please! Please! Has Nook Nook even heard anything that would be detrimental to us? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought about it. I've, I've thought about it. I don't think yeah. there's anything that I would yeah. be afraid of him. Look, like, look, I'm sure in. that uh, this, uh, I'm sure that they won't cause an international incident over you. I don't think that he's worth an international incident. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I no, no incident. Remember when the war against Solomon started? This is war. 
if they do anything to you, Nook Nook, the entire nation of Dracus has your back. Really? You go to war for me, for little me? You're awful for lying. I look at the orc. I look at the orc, and I say, "Swear to me on your honor that Nook Nook will be unharmed when he comes back." What if he tries to run away? What if he say, mouths off to his superiors? I cannot promise you he will behave himself. I think that's fair if he was being disrespectful. You might need to get a little beating. I'll look at him and I'll say, do you really want to risk a deal over such a small thing? Do you? It's a goblin. Unless that's your preferred form of love. That is a very odd question. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking, are you a goblin fucker? Huh? Someone understands. Someone speaks yeah. orc. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell him you're fucking the goblin and he'll leave them alone. If you want the goblin to be okay. Okay, okay. Yes, that one is. <laughs> I point to Vincent. Just leave him alone for him. I don't care about the goblin. Do to him whatever you please. But I want to have these negotiations happening and I'm tired of having these weird discussions. So I'd prefer if we could make it quick so we can return my men are waiting for me. Come along, goblin. We will have you deliver messages. Uh, Nook Nook will, will just hide behind Vincent's coattails. Vincent, he, he doesn't want to go. He's hiding behind I grab behind him you. by the collar and I'm pushing. I'm going to push him in front. Do you want a strength check? No, it's fine. You can overpower the small okay, goblin. I'll push him and I'll say, Nook Nook, you wanted your freedom. Now you have to work for it. All right. The orcs will take the goblin and they will leave, promising to return or to have Nook Nook let you know when they should you should come back to this spot to meet or you know, yes, he'll, um, he'll deliver a message and you'll bring Nook Nook on our on the next meeting too yes he will be in your custody before the next meeting oh excellent and with that we can take our first break and we'll come back on the other side with a little bit more Rise of Trekkis chapter 2 see you then Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drakus. The party can make their way back. I mean, it's nighttime. This is actually probably the most important question of all. Are you going to camp here by the lake tonight when you know that the orcs are great night visioners and are ostensibly going up and over that hill to leave, but might just be hanging out on the other side of the hill? Or are you going to try and make your way back in the waning hours of daylight. It's not enough daylight to get home, but it's enough daylight to at least leave the lake area. What's the what's the immediate I'll safety procedure? I'll leave it up procedure? to Elaine, but I will say as Crumb, uh, if we decide to stay here, I am all right taking the night watch, making mm. sure everyone's safe. We should celebrate the holiday, I say. Unfurl the picnic. Right, the holidays, I'd almost forgotten. Well, yes. we've camped here for two days, and it's been safe for two nights, so I think we should stay here. If the orcs want to ambush us down the road, they can do that down the road as well. It doesn't matter. Okay. At least we won't run into any wilderness here. So, that seems fine. Excellent. Well, today's Jubilee, 
it's a great day. Most of it's been spent waiting around, but you can still have some fun in the evenings. Peach, uh, how do you celebrate Jubilee, the, the summer holiday of festivities and joy and art and making dirt angels and all that other jazz? Is there Making a way that, that Jubilee would have been celebrated in like halfling villages as a child? Like, would Crumb have any memories of like celebrating this? Yeah, I mean, normally people will dress up in elaborate costumes and like wear a mask or paint their face, like decorate themselves to look other than they normally are. And then mm-hmm. there's lots of like balance games, like tightrope walking, or you ever been to a fair where they've got like that uh that net, but it's got like one rope on either side, but it's kind of like a and you have to like balance yourself to climb up the oh, net thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's things like that. And there's also like little markets with um, goods being sold. I think in your halfling areas, you might like carve gourds into summer squashes into things and like have little faces on them and sell them for like cheap okay. coppers, you know. Um, and it's uh, supposed to be like a, a joyous and playful day. Then Crum will. Uh, maybe go and swim, mm. and take a take a little dip. Get her little piggies wet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's all I can imagine. Crumb doing. I feel like she's really un, un- unnerved by the orcs. She mm. she's skeptical that peace will work. Mm. So she's more like she's still like on guard. I think. Like, can you even uh, celebrate when there are orcs nearby? That's what she's worried about, you know? She's like, well, uh, what about the orcs? Like, you know, she'll be swimming, but then she'll be like, oh, is that an orc in the distance? Oh, no, that's like, I don't know, a gazelle, a cow. Mm. Oh, okay. You know, it's hard. It's rough. She's still paying attention. Got it. What about you, uh, Vincent? How do you celebrate Jubilee, if at all? Uh, were there... Did we gather any cool food while we were here the last few days? We can just... Have a nice, big, exotic food feast. Mm, yeah, there's some like interesting snails that are growing on the reeds over here. Maybe they can be cooked up somehow. And um, unusual berries in the area that you're not familiar with. These like little blue berried looking things here and there. There's some black raz- uh not black ra- blackberries that are you're familiar with and you know are safe to eat that grow in abundance over by the lake here kind of messing up a lot of the 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 creeks that run into the lake making them hard to investigate because of the thick patches of blackberries so yeah there's there's lots of little food to be found in the area great well this is where my herbalism comes into handiness i make sure we don't get poisoned and we enjoy nice exotic foods great Great. And last but not least, we have Elaine Pentelin, the happiest and most joyful character in the party. How do you celebrate Jubilee? Excellent. Perfect. I don't think I do, to be honest. I don't think Elaine is a joyous, you know, person who feels like setting up a festival right after giving up half of an island to an orc invasion, you know, like she's not a very festive person in general yeah, I got that, yeah um, how did you she's feel about- not sitting by yourself, you know away from everything, like, oh my god, I hate I hate joy, or something like that, but she's not going for a swim, or picking blackberries got it 
Um, how did you feel about the orc calling you a human? That did that even register? Was it insulting? Well, I think she Was it felt pretty, No, no, no. She felt very good about it, actually. Hmm. Uh, okay. She didn't want to show it, though, which is why she didn't comment on it. But, mm -hmm. um... For a moment, it made her very happy, yeah. Alright. It's kind of sad. Uh, alright! Yeah. Well, <laughs> the day will pass! And, um, the next day you can head back. All the way back. Probably actually takes you like a day and a half to get there. So we'll travel on the 14th and somewhere on the 15th when uh, Martha, goddess of life and creation, is the highest that she'll ever be in the sky. And when Mathis and Safia, gods, uh, dual gods of wisdom and knowledge, are beginning to rise. And on the night of the full moon, or the day of the full moon, you will arrive back in SB, Santa Barbara. Outpost Santa Barbara. Uh, and all will be well. The town is still functioning everyone is still alive uh lord uh, campbell is residing in his you know comfortable estate away from town and um your fortress is intact it appears that there has been not much of note going on here although your guards will report that some strange fishmen came out of the sea near the town and they did have weapons, but they appeared to just be, like, hunting things on the shore, and then they all returned to the sea. But there are some, like, land to sea and sea to land, back and forth, weaponized fishmen in the fishmen. region. Yeah, fishmen. Okay. Have we ever heard of fishmen before? Like, they're a thing, but you've probably never okay. seen one before. It's not okay. like... But this isn't, like, what the fuck is a fishman? Like, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird things, you know. If I told you that, um, uh, you know, a ooh, no, what's a? If I told you that, no, no, I got nothing. It's okay. it's unusual, but it's not like impossible. Yeah, like yeah. It, it happens. It's like I don't know, a cow with two heads. Yeah, you know, exactly. I know it exists, but if I saw it, I'd be like, oh shit, that's really weird. Exactly. Yeah, yeah if it was a cow with two heads that was like wielding a, a spear in its teeth, you'd be like, okay, that's maybe dangerous and that's definitely yeah. exotic, but like, it's not. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. um, the guys that were stationed in town, do they can they report back how the atmosphere was while we were gone? Like, how were they received by the townspeople? Yeah, the townspeople were nervous. Um, they have a history of newcoming people being ultra-violent, uh, but your, your folks were pretty chill, and so they just kind of went along with their lives in the... You know, you've been gone for about a week, a little bit less than a week. Um, and in that time, everything has just been kind of chugging along very peacefully and normally without any conflict or combat. Everyone's kind of, it's fine. It's all going according to plan. The city's not rioting. There's no conflict. Something's amiss. When this town first was established, okay. I. I assume they also were here to draw some maps or take notes or write down some first settlement things, you know. What it means to be a Santa Barbara barbarian or whatever. Santa um, Barbarian. Would yes. these 
with these uh, notes and findings and first, you know, landing reports still be somewhere here? I'm trying to figure out, because they built the outpost here, I want to figure out if there was somebody here in this town before, exploring more of the area and, like, taking notes of that. Or yeah, writing that letters was the, or, like, the, anything. the first set of governors who went mad and, like, trashed the place. Um, okay, and, and but there, where's their stuff? Uh, some of their initial notes were sent back before their madness came into play. After that, their stuff is scattered between the fort that you've taken over, between Lord Campbell's estate, and probably taken by these Varasi, uh, Solomies monsters. So, you've got some of it. Some of it's probably in Lord Campbell's. Some of it's probably been taken. Um, and are in town actually still people who have helped explore the island more? Like, are there rangers, or is there anybody like that still in this town? There are not a lot of explorers left in town. Um, the more adventuresome folk were probably the first ones to go when the town was attacked and taken over by these corrupt and violent previous leaders. Anyone who would have had, like, the ability to resist would have resisted and uh, would have been cut down. So what you have left is like a lot of herders, farmers, local craftsmen, fishermen, but not a lot of like, I'm going to run around. The, the best you've got for a scout I mean, is someone who's got some goat herds. Or nobody. So nobody is the answer. The answer, sure. Nobody. Yes. Okay. Well, that's what I maybe wanted. not nobody. So during the journey back, I talked to Elaine and Kram uh, about We've got two weeks. I wasn't planning on it, but there were rumors that those small islands to the south had some sort of magical things on them. Well, you want to pick up the trident and go mad before we get overrun by the orcs. That's a lovely idea. Wouldn't it be nice to make sure that the madness doesn't afflict anyone else? Sorry, what are you saying? Apparently there's some... I, I forgot that it was a magical trident, but... There could be these ley lines on these small islands also. Like you want to trade information and have something ready for when we meet the other wizard, is that it? Or who knows what sort of magical items that could be out there which we could adventure. Maybe we'll find a Vorpal sword. But we know they, or we think that they have a Vorpal here. Um... I don't know. I am only the scout. I, I I allow all of the other decisions to be made by our great Elaine. Yeah, I shrug. We Can you give also, us the We could also map, take please. two weeks off. Mm -hmm. But I'm not taking two weeks off. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> what? Why not? That's also okay. a great plan. Where, where supposedly was that cave, Neil, with the disaster trident? Yeah, you know it was on one of these islands over here, but you're not you're not certain which one it is. Uh, maybe if you ask around town, someone might have some information. Probably take a day or two to gather that information up. But somewhere... I mean, Campbell probably knows if anybody he does, I think. Uh, or is there like a ship? So they don't have boats here, do they? Or do they have um, fisher boats, or what do they have? No, there are some really small craft that they use in the lagoon nearby just to do a little bit of fishing the only real ships of significance would be lord campbell's yacht 
and the boat that you brought, which I think you sent back last session with a message for the mainland. So we'll go to Campbell and we'll find the dockmaster who doesn't like us and we'll take these, I guess we'll take Campbell's ship and the dockmaster to go to the island then. So we have to meet up with Campbell first and figure out if he knows where that legendary, I don't even know where going there, Trident is and hope that there are some ley lines there as well. Oh. Will we make that? Is that a possible thing in two weeks? It takes like a d- half a day to get to the islands, yeah? Yeah, it takes like or half a day. a day to get to the islands. All right, well, that's, that's feasible then. Okay. But let's meet up with Campbell. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yes, you can meet up with Lord Campbell. I'm just try, trident. Uh, ah, perfect. Yes, Lord Campbell will tell you that the trident was found on the west coast of Anacapa Island in a cave. Um, so that would be over here somewhere. And is it still here, or where? Like, what oh, do I have no, no, no. The the trident was taken by um the 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 first governors and then or taken by the the invading Varasi army i can't remember which person got it first i think i think it was the the initial governors grabbed the trident and yeah oh fantastic well that goes that plan i guess is that all you wanted i'll Just... say to him we have about 2 weeks to find something precious that we might be able to trade to these orcs over there because we really want to impress and make sure we keep this part of the island what do you mean trade to the orcs let's say um we'll try to meet up with the leaders and negotiate our peace here oh you're gonna bribe them to leave excellent excellent good job we need something we need something expensive to do that oh Mm, something expensive you know, we could give him Crumb's smile. It's glittering like a thousand diamonds. Yes, I, I think that they're more like the bloodthirsty kind that want our head on a spike. I was just trying to be nice to you, Crumb. Why you gotta take it so seriously? Y'all gotta relax a little bit. Okay, oh, all right, valuable. No, no problem. Valuable, valuable. Um, hmm... What about a hostage? No, orcs don't go for hostages. Mm. Plus, who would they care about around here? I mean, we've got one of the people the orcs care about, but Oh, whatever. please, Vincent, do you really think they care no. about that one orc? Don't no, be I ridiculous. Don't. Mm. I was about to say. I need to grab my tea. You guys have a thing. Hmm. Valuable things. Well, what do you think, Crumbin? And Vincent, about... Have you heard of any legends from your fishermen, perhaps? Some that have gone near those islands to the south? San Rosa, Santa Cruz, San No, they don't, they don't usually go out that way. Uh, it's too far, and there's plenty of fish here in the harbor. But one of the herders did say that the pass through the mountains, just to the, the west of here, like a day west of here, um had some like weird magical winds and like surging tides coming down the river and that they couldn't explore up the canyon there's not like oh. you know a thing but there's a uh a, a weird thing 
like a, a magic thing probably going on. Good. That was, Weird that magic things ago. are exactly what we wanted. Mm. That's yeah, very helpful. That was a couple years ago. It's a, if you just head up this way, we call it Gaviota Pass. It's right between the mountains. Uh, a little bit of a canyon there. Uh, like a creek runs through it or, you know, small river runs through it. It's, it's a tight squeeze to get through, but it's doable. Um, yeah. Sounds like a promising lead. We could explore there. Or I uh, add to <laughs> the party. We could also just enjoy our two weeks in Santa Barbara. I the think it's best beautiful. to keep ourselves occupied. I mean, with what? You guys missed Jubilee. It was great. You should have seen what was going on in the streets. Huge party. There were, everyone like put together some little costumes. We had some floats. There was a parade. Everyone threw seashells out into the area. If you walk down Main Street, I'm sorry, State Street, you'll see that it's like, you know, crumbled, broken seashells from all the, the treading on it. It's a good party. Oh, I snapped my fingers. Too bad I missed it. Tacos and tamales for everyone. Provided by the Campbell Estate. What's ah. the point of collecting taxes if you're not going to spend it on the people? Am I right? For tacos and tamales, yes. Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe perhaps preparing for the negotiation and maybe doing research into the wizard. Um, just preparing. Because if this well, doesn't work, Vincent... Your idea of the peaceful negotiation, it goes to war, and... War? Wait, I thought you said that you were... You were just going to pay them off and they were going to leave. Yes, if they agree to it. I think they will, but we should do our research, make sure that we're prepared. Oh, I think the most likely outcome is we're going to split the island. Yeah. Uh, so... Wait, what? Can you... <sighs> Elaine yeah. will roll her eyes and she'll say, how about you all shut up right now? And I'll look at Camel and I say, I'm the leader here, okay? You lead the village, I lead this mission. If I have something to tell you, I'll let you know. Yes, and then we'll leave the room. Goodbye. And then I'll drag the other two out and I'll say, if you two are unable to shut up about what our plans are, then you are both dismissed from this mission. You need to take this seriously. It's not just our lives that are at stake here. So stop yapping. Are we clear? I'm, I'm, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, Leader Lane. I didn't realize you weren't allowed to take Excellent. Him. Vincent, you're preparing for this mission across to the mountainside, wherever this magic site is. I know nothing about magic. I cannot help you. If you need any rope or any supplies, then that is fine. We can do that. How many people do we need to go there and explore that place? Sounds like one of those things where just us will do. I do have some rope to use. I'm not a climber or anything. Maybe we can find out if there's anybody in town who's able to uh, do some mountain climbing. I think one mountaineer should be a good idea to take if we want to go. Yeah, someone who likes exploring to the west. Um, you mentioned a herder, so we should track him down. Mm -hmm. You can find a goat herder. Oops. Uh, whose name is uh, Brody heard some goats and he can take you all the way the you know it's about a day to get to uh, oh my god Gaviota the Gaviota Pass 
Excellent. Did you know that Gaviota sounds like Gaivata, which is single in Portuguese? Hmm. Not sure how you came up with that name, but it's very, very similar. Well, this is, region is based on my homeland, and so Lake Casitas, Gaviota Pass are real locations in the real Santa Barbara. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, so it's probably this Spanish is... for something. Mm-hmm. Does this goat herder know anything about climbing, or is it just he sometimes brings his goats up the mountain? Uh, he just brings his goats around. He's not an experienced climber. I don't believe we're right. doing any climbing where this is, though, right? In theory, it should be a hike up a creek, um, if you can get past it. And the rumors that you're hearing are that this creek when people have tried to climb like go through it to get through the pass strong winds will bear down upon them and the tide or the the water flow will rise making the the creek between the mountains um difficult or impossible to cross so we're gonna need some rope at least apparently gaviota means seagull Mm -hmm. yeah seagull Or, well, Gaivata in Portuguese, but mm. I'm not sure how you say it in Spanish. Is there a place in town where we could grab climbing gear, like rope? Yep. Kind of a weird thing to have, but... You can buy rope, uh, or you get rope. You already have it in your supplies. You just have to pick it up from the from the outpost. Uh, um, I don't know what other sort of climbing gear you would need. Mainly rope. Do they have, like, chalk for our hands? Just in case. You can get some Maybe sand. Gravel. It's not as good as chalk, but it'll do in a pinch. Yeah, it'll do. What? Is that true? You want something that makes your hands very, very dry. So even like dust would theoretically mm-hmm. work. Um, chalk is just great because it really absorbs moisture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anything that'll make your hands dry. Mm-hmm. Add a little grip. Sand grits mm-hmm. will get in there. How long does it take to get to the pass there? How About many? A day. How much time? Okay. Also, so it's going to be us rations for four, five days, I guess, per person. We're gonna need a tent as well, two mm-hmm. tents. Are you gonna be setting out the very next day? No, no. I don't think so. I think we have to return to the camp and then come back here and the organization. I don't think we can do that in that time frame. Because we're already arriving midday that day, right? Right. So then you'll take one day of like organizing and then you'll head out the following day. And informing day. Willa about yeah. everything and then we head out the following day. Okay, perfect. To Gaviota. And we will arrive at Gaviota. Perfect. Okay, so it's going to be the four of you plus the goat herder who knows the way. Um, you've got some rope. You've got some sand. And um, Maybe it's an a investigation. Hammer and if that's possible. Yep, you can pick up a small hammer. You can pick up some um, like you know nice nails that will double as pittens because no one's got climbing pittens on hand. So it's an improvised tool. Uh, you're going to leave Willa in charge of everything. And we're going to take off, and we're going to go explore Gaviota Pass. Okay. The party can arrive the on the 18th of August. Uh, well, actually, on the evening of the 17th of August. Let's get to our appropriate... Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, these are all maybe a little bit too somber, but we're gonna try this one. Yeah, no, it's not like, where's Quiet Cove? Here we go. Excellent. Um, so as you travel along the this route here, the area between seashore and mountain begins to get pretty narrow. Or in this area over here, you've got like maybe like a 30-foot cliff, 20 to 30-foot cliff um, just off the ocean. And then there's like flat land that begins to roll into some hills, which then forms mountains. You've got a few hundred feet, maybe like 200 feet between where the foothills begin and where the cliff start, uh, stops. And then you've got maybe a thousand feet of rolling hills before the mountain. So it's a pretty narrow area not like narrow safety concern for people but narrow in terms of you can see everything left to right and no one's going to be able to sneak up or around um if someone and were coming along you would see them and if you saw someone you wouldn't be able to sneak past them really uh, and as you cross through this area you will pass many little streams many little dry creeks that flow during the winter when you actually get some moisture over here and finally you end up at this gentle little river it's probably the the biggest of the waterways you've seen and by the biggest of the waterways you've seen i mean it's like 10 feet wide um and maybe you know six inches deep uh, it's not a threat easy to cross no problems and it does sort of twist and wind out of the mountains before becoming a, a very lazy little much wider riverway that spills onto the beach and the the ground at this area slopes down so there's no more there's no cliffs where the river exits the the mountains it just gently slopes to the ground but on either side there are nice tall cliffs so you've got this like little gentle beachy covey thingy um and then towering bluffs and following the the little river a couple thousand feet maybe 1500 feet back um it just starts to curve between these two tall mountains about 2000 feet on either side um and the goat herder whose name is brody uh will lead you to it and and show you with a, a pair of goats that he's bringing for milk um that yep Exactly as you said, this is the spot. And, uh, you know, last time I explored this, maybe, oh, three years ago, um, I started walking up the creek, and all of a sudden, like, these strong winds started blowing out of it. And I thought, you know, evening time, you get strong winds around here. Morning time, you get some strong winds around here. Maybe I was just here at the wrong hour. Uh, then I tried it again, the you know, later in the day. And... The waters of the the river just sort of like started to pick up and i went from my shin to about my knee and so i got the hell out of there i thought maybe a flash flood was coming so i booked it out and by the time i got far enough away the water had like gone down again i thought that was a bit weird so i waited and then i, I went back in and uh started to go between the, the you know the crack between the mountains and sure enough the winds picked up and the water rose and so i was like hey man this is some weird magic stuff i don't want to get involved in this i'm just a goat herder uh i don't want to die and so i left and um, mm. i haven't been back since you're quite the explorer uh thank you for relaying that to us well my pleasure uh, i do what i can you know for the the good of for the good of the empire and the sheep goats 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Long, long live Empress Wick. Mm -hmm. hmm. So I look at this pass. Uh, how far is it? Can we make it past? I mean, it's a creek that winds between the mountains in a way that like when you're standing in or next to the creek, you can see that it goes towards the mountains, but the mountains like overlap somewhat. And so you would need to actually be in the creek to see beyond. Um, yeah. Do you have any sort of estimate on how many feet it would be to get across? To get through? To get through. I don't yeah. know. 150? Maybe? Uh, it depends on what the backside looks like. It, it should be a pretty short area. Okay. Well, I tell the party uh, if his legends are true, probably the best way to get through this is to just run straight through. And what happens... Can you wind us out if something bad were to happen? I suspect that it will just blow us back. And if a goat herder could make it through without getting injured, I think we'll be fun. I agree. Does it look like the water's actually come down the mountain at some point? Like, in a way where it would have, you know, tracked uh, stones or rubble with it? No, it doesn't seem to be coming off the sides of the mountains. It just comes through from what lies beyond. Well, let's try it then. Who is going to walk up the creek? Or is everyone, the whole party, hand in hand, going together? I think the plan the is for us to all go like, ready, set, and then we will all run as fast <laughs> as we can down the creek. Totally fine okay. with that. Uh, to be clear, you know, creeks are not easy to run on. It, it's wet and there's rocks in the creeks. Um, so it's not like a, a nice flat piece of ground that you can sprint. But you can walk up a creek fairly quickly. You just, you know, your, your footing has to be a little careful because it's slippery rocks in it. It's doable, right. that, but it's not a run. Would there be any anything you can tie, like, the rope to? Or would you have to hammer in the pittance? You'd have to hammer in some pittance um, and then tie a rope to that into yourself and you could string multiple ropes together does someone here have a rope use proficiency yes yes yep then you can string multiple ropes together and get enough rope that i don't know how much you want but you want enough that it can go from the pitten into the creek along the creek and then give you room to get out on the other side right so you're gonna need a few hundred feet Okay, but I think we'll have we can walk until the wind picks up right and then start hammering pittance if we want mm -hmm. to yeah. I think this is I a think good plan. What we um, do. Based on what the herder said, it might pick up. So uh, getting a few now, and then, you know, as we go along, we should get as far as we can before the wind picks up, drive a few, and then the rest of the journey might be tough, but at least we have the rope. If we start now, we don't have enough rope for all the way up, I don't think. I'm not sure okay. how much rope we have now. But, like, if it's several hundred feet, then we might have to start when the, once the wind picks up a little bit. Okay. So I think we get as far as we can, and then once the wind's... Yeah, then enough, we start hammering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me... We're going to do this, and we're going to do this. I'm going to give you a picture of the area... And you're just going to have to imagine that there are no cars or freeways here. 
soon as it loads. Zero. Oh. Huzzah. Right. So our right. characters are on the this side. Um, this is the way that you're coming in from the top. Uh-huh. And the creek just, you know, runs here, but between these two mountains. And so um, it's not that wide. You know, it's like a 10-foot, maybe wide section that just runs across. And it's kind of hard to see exactly what's going on here. In the modern era, there's actually a tunnel that they built through and a bridge over the creek. Um, but, I don't know, from here to here to back up the other side, that's what, 200, 250 feet? Maybe, maybe 300 feet once you include, like, all of the elevation change and horizontal change. Um, it should be a pretty easy to navigate little region. Uh, so we're going to go up all the way right to where, you know, the wall is where you have to head down into the creek. We're going to hammer in a pitten um, into the stone with your, your hammer and your, your pittens. We're going to tie a rope to it. And then that rope is going to then be tied to the party in an order. So you've got like tied to one person and then what? 10 feet of rope tied to another 10 feet of rope tied to another 10 like that. Is that what the point of the the rope is to tie it to each other? So if you get washed, I think so. Yeah, we want to hold on to that. Is it tied to you all, or are you just holding on to it? Uh, what what is the purpose of the rope? It's good if it's tied to us because that means that like we're all more secure in it. But also, if it's tied to us, then if one of us falls then everyone falls yeah and what is the value of the rope here is it just to if the waters and winds wash you downstream that you'll be held back by the rope i think so yeah we want like to be able to still climb up i don't think we need to be tied to it i think we just hold on and try to make it up there okay Let's get some We dice. don't know how long it lasts either because that guy just started running, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he left at the first could sign also of just trouble. Be an, could also just be an illusion, for all we know. That's true. That's true. Reminds right. me of something that a mage would do to try to keep intruders out. Yeah, doesn't it? Seems like a pretty clever way to keep this area safe. It's worked for a long time. Well... You hammer in the pittance. You've got the rope. You're all looking at each other. It's going to be fine. Um, you head down the embankment into the creek. And as soon as you do, as soon as the first foot touches water, um, a, a nice breeze begins to pick up, blowing down that fairly short canyon towards you. Your hair gets kind of pulled back and whipped behind your head. Great. I had planned this uh, out that as soon as that happened, I would cast strength on our leader here, Elaine, so that she can better, you know, power through this. All right. Give us a, what is it, a D8 for a fighter? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. It's a lot of strength. That's very good. Maybe. Thank you. Yes, who knows how tough this wind will be, so I'm relying on you to carry us through. Excellent. 
Um, Elaine, you begin to go up the creek and the waters begin to rise fairly quickly. Your boots are soon submerged when you're maybe, you know, 15 feet in. Like the water is in the creek level is rising uncomfortably. Not like a wave is coming down the creek, but just at your feet, the water immediately rises. If it's as if it's coming out of the ground itself, not coming down the stream towards you. How or deep is the the river bed or creek bed or whatever? Like, is this just going to? Is there a possibility of drowning in here if, if I'm standing? From creek bed to like where it would overflow onto walkable terrain is maybe 15 feet. So if all of a sudden the creek filled to its maximum capacity. Uh, you would be overhead, yes. Overhead by a lot, as in it would be 15 feet deep? Yes. And she's in plate mail. And she doesn't know how to swim, yes? I do. I always have swimming. But you can't swim in plate mail. That's for real. No, but I'll go down elegantly. It's fine. Um... We have no idea for how long we need to power through this. Yeah. I imagine that you've come down. He casts strength on you. You start to step forward and the water began to rise. And Elaine just like takes a pause as the water is now, you know, just below the knee, over the boot. Um, I'm imagining uh, you, you have walked... a few. St- I'll take a few steps back and I'll start taking off my plate. Mm. And I'll leave my backpack by the side of the... I guess higher up you know I'll, I'll walk up 15 feet or whatever and leave it where it won't get flooded away mm-hmm. yeah as you exit the the river area in order to take off your plate mail and put your stuff down you can see that the water recedes again and the winds die again how does it know when we are there is it like can it detect footprints is it is it vibration how does this magic work Vincent uh, well, it seems to interact with people stepping into the uh, stream. What about um, really small if we, people? If we what about to... people that that don't weigh as much as other people? Crumb, can you can you try walking on it? Might work. Sure. And You're light, will... very light footed, please. Like slowly and quietly yeah. and very light footed. Let's see if so, it works. Have you like, ever seen that um, episode of SpongeBob where like he's learning how to drive and he puts like one big toe really slowly on the pedal? I, I actually watched that. That's like one out of three SpongeBob yeah. episodes I've watched. <laughs> yes, so that's what Crumb's gonna do. She's gonna like with her big halfling toe, and then the next one, she's like, seems fine. She keeps going. You get down into the creek, no problems. You begin walking forward between the rocks, and sure enough, the wind begins to pick up. The the hairs on your shoulders begin to blow behind you. Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. Grandma's like, ah, fuck, 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 and then she turns. She starts like hopping back. Um, perhaps an animal. Perhaps we could get a squirrel or. A, a, a bunny rabbit to to try and tiptoe through through the creek to see if it's any living creature or specifically human. What if it is like a bear? Can we try it? Crumb, can you walk to where the wind picks up and go one step forward, one step back and see if it's like a line that we're crossing? Yes. And 
I will again, for, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll just very gently footed go mm-hmm. to that line and then yeah, take a step and gauge where it starts. Yeah, there there is a point um, where the, the mountains are sort of like in a line between each other. And mm-hmm. as you begin to cross that, the winds, you know, begin to pick up. And it's not, you know, I move a half inch and all of a sudden winds are at max speed. So like I take a step and like there's a, gu- there's a gust of wind. And then if you hold still for a moment, like the gust dies down a little bit, but like there's still a stronger, like there's a breeze blowing. And then you take another foot and like there's a bit of a more gust. And when that gust dies down, um, the breeze is now a, a fairly strong, but still a breeze. But you're only mm. like two footsteps in. And then if I go back, like Um, if I go one step back, the breeze breeze continues. It doesn't die down. No. Oh. And so if I take a couple steps into where the water starts to go to my ankles. And then it begins to rise. And it starts quickly coming up over your knees because you're just a little halfling. Yeah. All right, and then if I take a couple steps back now to the beginning, well, then it's still a strong breeze, and the tides are around your knees or your your thighs, maybe. All right, uh, it seems that once you pass the threshold, as far as you go, uh, it 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 just keeps going, and you have to fully exit it for whatever magics this is to stop. They call it to come. Could you fully exit it and try to? not touch the creek and somehow make progress. Uh, that would probably require climbing the mountain somewhat. Uh, uh, you do have a climb walls proficient uh, thief skill. Yes, I, I will try to do that, just that. Uh, and I will attempt to do that. Let me just um, get my book before we do any dice rolls so that we're all happily on the same page. Oh, yeah. I also do have a very... I'm not good at it, but find slash remove traps. Would that include Mm. magical traps? It does, yes. Uh, Yeah, I have a a 10% chance to roll on it. But before I climb the walls, I will be like, all right, I'm just going to check one second, and I'm going to go around looking at the big walls and the stones. I'm going to, like, all right, uh I'm going to, like, splash the water a little bit, maybe taste it and like give it a splash give, give me it a, a splash f- give me a splash yeah yep. give me a fine remove trap check just roll that button yeah no it's fine you don't see any traps it's cool i don't think it's a trap okay well your climbing check is going to be made at plus 25 percent because of the these mountains here are not sheer straight up and down they are sort of like Mm -hmm. slightly angled and slightly sloped which will give you a a 25 percent bonus on your check how Uh, do i roll with that uh you just roll the button and we add the numbers in my brain Oh, you can do mental math. Jesus. I can okay. do mental math on stream and it's That's fine. Fucking crazy. I cannot do math at all. Bam. Yes. Excellent. Cause you had a ninety percent chance with that. So you yeah. scamper up the walls and you begin side by siding, going across, and sure enough, the winds begin to pick up. The water begins to rise, but you're well above the water crumb. Yeah. And you shimmy along and the winds get a lot stronger. Um 
the water is now maybe the rest of everyone else is standing back and you can see that the creek has risen to about like six feet in depth by the time Crom is three quarters of the way through and the winds are whipping through at a pretty high speed Crum, <clears throat> you are you're most of the way through right now but the winds are rising at such a rate that i'm going to need you to make me another check if you fail this check you would fall in the water and we'll see what happens from there because you don't have a swimming proficiency and now it's a rushing stream. Or you can back off at this point before the winds get any harder. It's your well, call. the problem is, if I get to the other side of the creek, it's all fun and cool, but I don't know if my my allies will be able to do this either. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to so, do? Uh, if I stand there for a second, do I still have to make the check if I don't move? Yes, you've reached the point where the winds are becoming a problem, and it's either go back Can or I make yell a check. Before I, before I like, uh, keep going. Sure, we can give you a few seconds. Uh, yeah, but it's going to become I, I a. Ellie, would you like me to continue? <laughs> I'll just yell from the back. You can do it, Crumb. We should have her come back. Then she can pit in some rope so we can all make it across. All right, I'm going. Going which way? Forward or backwards? Uh, towards, forward. Excellent. I'm most of the way there. Let's go. Another check is a success. You scramble through the ravine, coming out on the other side. Uh, where there's a nice flat section. And as you break through the other side, pinning yourself against the wall to keep the winds from, you know, tearing you off, all of a sudden the winds die down and the creek level begins to drop slowly over the next few minutes. And you're on the backside. It's these rolling, gentle hills covered with brown grasses. In the far distance, um, like... The hills kind of slope upward and the creek slopes upward as well, as creeks are wont mm-hmm. to do. And way beyond, you know, looking miles up this this valley, you can see um, trees and like a full-fledged jungle. But it's going to be, you know, that's that's way off and uphill. Mm. Um, uh, but, but the winds are calm. Will you all want to pass now? I, I don't know I if I have any way to make it past that, unlike you, Crumb. That looked very difficult. She wanted to explore that. But I'll say, so Vincent, how does that wind spell work again? Uh, ride the wind. Well, it'll allow you to ride the wind in the direction of the wind, so that would push us backwards. Only if us being in the air triggers that spell trap, whatever it is. Yeah, I wonder. Um, if the wind were to blow from the ocean through this, then we could perhaps ride the wind into it. Mm. Any such luck? Is the wind blowing into the jungle today? Uh, not at this hour, but you do know that the winds do change direction uh, at certain times of day. Great. That just might work. Do I stay here, Zane? I don't think we can. Can we hear her from all the way? Yeah. Yeah, it's only a few hundred feet. Should I sit up? Also, yeah, have a look. Let me think for a second. And uh, if If you enter, come back, see if the wind picks up. 
I... Like just one step. See if the yeah. wind picks up. I'll do that, yeah. All right. You, you step forward. It seems fine. But you're still on the high ground and you're like leaning over the ravine. The water's low, only a few inches tall. There's no winds. I just want any kind of like signal that it would go up. Mm-hmm. Well, the only way you do can- I have any, Do I have any rope on me? Did it bring some rope? Uh, I don't think so. Unless it's on your character sheet, you did not no. take any rope with you. Hmm. Uh, I, nope. I'm, I'm a little afraid that if if I go, I I, I might slip and, and I don't really know how to swim, Elaine. Stay, don't come over here. I just wanted to save the wind picks up. Make sure you're safe. You can explore if you want. I'll, I'll grab a rock and I'll kind of like try and bowling ball toss it like to see if it has any reaction with the creek yeah you bowling ball the rock down the slope down the creek splashes in the water no effects totally safe totally are there sound. any little um critters where i am uh there is a Ooh, wow natural 20 yes um you see not only a pair of ground squirrels um, but you also see a, a bunny and a couple of birds. Ground squirrels, bunny, a couple of birds. Uh, which one is the dumbest of those? Squirrels. Three? Squirrels are okay. dumb. Oh, well, don't insult them like that, Neil. No, squirrels but, are dumb. Like in your world. In the real world, squirrels are no, stupid. They're not. They're no, they're so stupid. No, I can stupid. really argue. They're really not. I can argue with you on that because they're able to uh, fight and get into bird feeders. If you don't know, a lot That's of people true. that have bird feeders don't like squirrels, and they have to go on whole missions to try and get the squirrels not to go from the bird feeders. Nonetheless, I will try and capture a squirrel. Um, I will maybe forage for some sort of nut-looking thing. There's and then acorns. I'll put it in my hand. Yes, acorns, and I'll put it in my hand like this. I've actually fed a squirrel by hand once like that at a park, and I think that it might work with the squirrels. Roll me... I'm going to have you roll me an animal handling check at without proficiency, so it's going yeah, to... Oh, wait, do rough. you actually have animal handling? No. No, of course not. That'd be oh. crazy. I don't think so, no. Skills. No, no, no. How would I... Where uh, on my sheet would this so be? So it's going to be half your wisdom scroll roll plus or minus one. So your wisdom is 14. So you're going to roll me a d20 plus six, and you need a 21 or higher to succeed on feeding random squirrel from your hand. Not good enough. No. The squirrels that you fed were probably used to humans. Uh, and peoples, and this is a wild squirrel, and they just scamper away. Mm. Yes. Um, all right, but can I get their attention with the nut? Can I? Not, they're not going to eat it from me, but perhaps mm. I can. Mm, look, it's oh, oh, what a yummy yeah. little acorn! And you toss some nuts, and the squirrels will chase after them. I toss it into the creek area, onto the rocky places of the creek area. Yeah, we got time. You can, you know, slowly coax them towards the creek, toss some nuts in, 
um, repeat until they follow, which will will take mm-hmm. some time. I don't think uh, we're not short on time, anyone? No, no, cool. Yeah, we can take half an hour and do this. Uh, and sure enough, the squirrels will scramble down the side, get into the water or get near the water, um, grab the little nuts, no change in wind, no change in water and scamper right back mm-hmm. up the side. It was it deep enough that- Oh, I don't know. How would you know? Yeah, that's hard. Um, you, you if I just... were to get to where the squirrels were, mm-hmm. is that already past the part where I'd feel comfortable with the ravines going down since I'm on high ground? It's, it would be down the ravine, but you feel like you can scramble up and down that ravine pretty quickly. Unless, you know, all of a sudden there was a huge sudden gust of wind and water that like overtook you all of a sudden. But if under normal circumstances, yeah! that should be a really easy to scale. <sighs> I'm just worried. I think that Crab doesn't want to risk it, just given that she can't um, swim. I mean, there's also the possibility that this just that you just broke the barrier and we're fine to go. You know? Yeah. Well, you could try it on your side, right? Like to. Slowly... I'll try. I'll try. Uh, I guess by now I've taken off my my heavy armor. I get taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll try. I'll try uh, going back into the uh, creek one more time. The winds do not pick up. The water does not rise as you get to the place that you were before. Oh, wow. You did it, Crumb. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. Perhaps it's a time thing. Like, it's been disabled for a certain time? Well, then we better hurry, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Do we gather all of our gear and all of our plate mail and go through, or are we leaving stuff behind? No, we're taking all the shit and we're going. What about Brody and his goats? He brought, brought he brought two goats. He bought he brought Galrot and he brought Ba. It's safe for him to go back, right? Yeah. He's been here before. I will send him back. I'll say thank you, All Brody. Right. I'll see you later. Bye All bye. Right. Cool. <laughs> Alright. The party moves through the creek with not a hint of resistance. Whatever enchantment was here forcing winds and water to flow through seems to be gone or temporarily disabled or otherwise nullified for the moment. And the party passes through the mountains and beyond to the brown hills and the jungles. Now, it is evening. It's late, but maybe not evening, but later in the day. It took all day to get here. I don't know how much exploring you want to do, Today. This is probably a that good place to set up great there. Okay. Yeah. Can we make sure we're still up higher so we can have a look down and nothing like goes up to us that easily? That yeah. would be nice. If you were to head inland from here, the hills rise pretty quickly. And so if you walk for 10, 15 minutes, you can get like a, a hundred, two hundred feet above the height of the creek. Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Yeah. And I'll right. say to Vincent, Vincent, what if there was some sort of magical challenge? You know, not not, not like a trap, but like a trial for people to overcome. It'd be interesting. It would insinuate that there's someone that's trying to like test the worthiness of someone being here. I don't know how likely that is. It yeah. this seems more like a wizard trying to keep someone out. But out from what? From the jungle of death? There's no wizard tower here. Nobody lives around the corner who who needs to fear other people showing up. What are they protecting then? 
no, we haven't looked around yet. There might be a wizard tower around here somewhere. Are the uh, trees in the jungle of death high enough that there could be a tower? Absolutely. It... Oh, yeah. You know, the, some of these trees are 50, 60 feet tall. You could have a small tower hidden in there, or it could just be like over the hill, and then you just couldn't see the tower from where you are. Like, it could easily be behind any... No there could be towers for days. Anything could reside in that <laughs> jungle and you wouldn't be able to tell. Hmm. I don't know. I, I just find okay. it odd, is all. But I've never encountered a magical trip anyway, so what do I know? Well, yes, let's make camp for the night, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay. As the party climbs the hills, um, I think it's important to note that you are on the east side of the river just in case anyone has any questions you're on the east side uh... the river is not really painted into that part of the map right it's um it's this black line right here Well, Vincent, maybe you should take some, take your stuff and you know, take some notes while we move forward. I don't think this has been very much explored here. If we find anything interesting, we should write it down. Way ahead of you. I already, when we sat down, I've been mapping things. Very good. I'll build some tents for us. All right. Uh, would you like me to... Z I can scout out the area and see if there's anything of interest in our immediate era area or any threats before we go to bed. Sure. Just be quick. It's going to get dark soon. Don't want you yeah. walking out alone through this mm -hmm. jungle mm -hmm. of death. I'll stay, yes, I'll stay very, very close by. Um, and I will try to do just that. Perfect. Crumb takes a look around. Elaine builds camp. Vincent takes notes. Vincent's strong and silent bodyguard stands over him, keeping him safe. And as this is happening, um, I think probably Crumb will be the first one to see this, but shortly followed by Vincent. There is a female figure emerging from the creek down below in a way that doesn't, that like defies possibility just like emerging from the water as if the water were an opaque and endlessly deep thing and she's just stepping out of it like you might step out of a staircase um ah, like a like a mermaid but except mermaids don't walk but yeah 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 um, and this is, you know, down in the creek below you, but she's clearly looking up in your direction, seeing, Crumb, you're, you're walking around looking at this stuff. Um, but out from the water steps this human-looking lady. And I think, is she walking slowly and kindly, or is she walking uh, quickly and and looking uh, not happily? Not with happily. deathly intent, Neil. Yes. <laughs> Um, she's walking like she is lives in a palace and has all the time in the world. Uh, um, okay. But this is where we're going to take our second break. And we'll be back <laughs> on the other side with a little more Rise of Drekus chapter. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drekus. Rising from the water is Drekus. She's here. No, it's it's a it's a woman. 
it's a it is a voluptuous young female with long golden hair pearly white skin sparkling green eyes with a white shawl draped over her shoulders all right. Uh, hello, I call out and wave. Yes. Hello there. Uh, she will look up at the two of you. She will give you a, a very gentle, warm smile and proceed to exit the stream and begin walking up the hill. You're kind of a gentle switchback way. But you'll notice as she leaves the water with the shawl over her shoulders, um, coming out from behind her in the water is a giant otter. When I say giant otter, I mean it's like six feet long and probably like 200 pounds. That's so fucking cute. Oh my god. An otter. An otter. A giant otter. 200 pounds, six feet long. 200 pounds. Yeah. Like a full-on human. A large human male. Yeah, it's like 90 kilos. I'll look at my hand, and I will say, this is it. I'm losing my mind. No, it's a, it's a, it's a form of magic, of course. I, uh... I'm not... I'm not plus at all, because I do this all the time for practice. Look at yes. you! You're so much bigger now as well. Or rather, not yet, but you could be that big. You could be even larger than that otter. I put one hand on my sword and I consider drawing my sword. I'm not going down to a giant otter and a lady who just came out of the water. Not today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the party at this moment is a little bit spread out. One of you was making a tent. One of you was making notes. One of you was scouting the area. Is this a reconvene or are we all doing our own things here? Crumb, uh, you're the closest one to the the woman with the otter. Can I, can, do I, do I see Elaine at all? Yeah, you can look behind you and see Elaine. She's at the top Elaine? of the hill. Elaine, would, would you like me to say hello to her to make sure she's not... You stay back! Us? You stay okay. back! All right. Come here, stay back! All right. Do you want me to scout to see where she's going? I say, come she's... here! Stay back! All right. And I'll scout her over to Elaine. I'll step step in front of Crumb. Vincent, you were the next closest to her. You can see Crumb scurrying back in Elaine's direction. Uh, What do you and your bodyguard do, Vincent? Yeah, I'll stand up, leave my notes, and uh, two of us head towards Elaine. Okay. The party gathers at the assembling camp. The woman and the otter make their way gently up the hill um, until... They are, I don't know, 15, 20 feet from you. Um, And she will gaze across the party and sort of furrow her brow at Vincent and his bodyguard, but then, like, smile warmly um, at Crumb and Elaine. Greetings, friends. I have long awaited your arrival. I didn't think you were going to be bringing them with you. Then, who's then? She gestures to the human males in your company. Ah. I wave. Yes, don't worry about us. Would you like me to take care of them? No, no they are. No. They are our friends. I'll say. 
My. She takes a step towards Vincent um, with a, a winning smile and says, you must be an extraordinary man to have come this far and to be regarded as a friend of elves and halflings. Oh, right back, right back where it hurts. Oh, the up and down, what a day. Uh, yes, it is my honor to be the friends of um, Elaine and Crumb. Yes. Uh, and I am Vincent, and you are? I am a Nerid. A Nerid? Uh, that is an elven sounding name. A Nerid. My a name Nerid. is uh, Naren. That's a terrible. Ah. That is a terrible name for a Nerid. I am sorry. I have no idea how to name a Nerid. <laughs> My name I is should... not Nerid. My name is Naren. Oh, okay. Sorry for the mix up. <laughs> hold on. Hold. That was bad. I usually I just roll with it if I give a bad name, but this needs to be undone here. Okay. Um. My name is Skeely. Skeely. What a beautiful name. How have you, how have you uh, awaited our arrival? You, you, you said you, you awaited us. What does that mean? Her brow furrows. Don't you know? Are you, are you not here to reclaim your home? To, to claim your home? No, that's exactly what we're here to do, I say. Ah, she relaxes again. Welcome, dear friends, to your last bastion of safety. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid that I am, of course, the newcomer here, uh, just coming with the elf and the halfling. Could you tell me a bit about this place? We have prepared for you a great land, a land deep and wide with everything one would need to survive the countless centuries. Tall mountains, vast deserts for defenses, few ways in and out. Here, finally, shall your friends find peace. I know not what your purpose here is, but the others will finally have home, safety, sanctuary. I'm just a guest. Did this take you centuries to prepare and you've just decided to raise this island now that you're ready? <laughs> I, I, I am not responsible for this, no. I make, I, she motions down to the creek. I, I am in charge of but one small facet. She looks to Elaine. Have you not explained to your companion why where he is? I thought you might be able to explain it much better than I. Mm. She looks sort of sad. We'll look straight at Vincent. All the great homelands of bay folk 
have been torn asunder, ripped apart, burned, and destroyed. There are few places left safe for our kin. And this here, this jungle, this land, this island, is the last safe haven for their kind. That they have brought you here, you who are so often their enemy, is a great honor. You may be the only human that ever sets foot here. Well, only two humans that set foot here. Me and Geraldine? Or, or rather, uh, don't... Wardrobe. Right, right, right. I was uh, thinking about the other... Aren't there... Do you only watch over this little part, or are you not aware of the others who may have entered? This is my river. I am aware of this one. I have friends, family, cousins, aplenty. Um, my, my siblings on this island number in the high hundreds. But we are each often left to our own devices. I have not spoken with many of my siblings since we arrived in this she sort of gestures to the sky place when did you arrive to this place years ago now just a blip Hmm. well this is marvelous Uh, thank you for telling me about this Uh, who is it that is in charge of this wondrous place. In charge. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that a real question? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> sorry for being so ignorant. Um, we were really hoping that you would be able to educate him. Um... Well, you're the first arrivals. I suppose that makes Elaine in charge of the island. Would you tell I'm me sorry. about the history? Sorry, yes. Can you... I'm going to need... Sorry, I have to excuse but I need like a minute. Okay, you... You, you know, get to know each other, do something... I need to... And she like, Elaine steps out. Like, she goes back for like 20 feet and leans against a tree somewhere because she needs to breathe she's like this close to a panic attack she can't breathe her plate mail is way too tight she's she's fully overwhelmed and she can't have the other people see her like this so she's taken she's taken a time out for now this is too much you know she could have handled the the giant otter in a chart she was pretty sure about that one but this is this is a little bit much right now, so you guys, you know, prattle on. I need a break. Um, it from... must be a hard mm-hmm. thing to come to your new homeland after surviving the horrors of human influence. We should give her it, time yes. to adjust. Most certainly. She's been through a lot. Um... I can only imagine. Oh, boy. I mean, of course, we didn't know what exactly we were going to be walking into, um, so we don't we don't know too much 
Um. Yes. Uh, could, could you tell us about the history of this place? How it was pre prepared and just, you know, the, the overall history, especially for this one. And I. Its history through. has yet to begin. You are here. You are the first. Welcome. It is what you will make of it. But the preparations, uh, how, who? She just points to the sky. Hmm. Yes, yes, I understand. Uh, yes. I will do my best to keep the other would-be interlopers at bay. But I am afraid to tell you that at least a collection of humans have arrived on the shore and have tried to breach into the jungle. Mm. Unfortunately, they have, as the pests always do, arrived first. But mm. they're stuck beyond the mountains and should be kept at bay. I see. Um, we were able to pass through uh, that creek. What What exactly was that? The magic's there. Um, I, I'm afraid I don't understand the question. You passed through. You saw what happened. You saw the... I'm... Who, who are you, halfling? I'm Crumb. Mm -hmm. And you've been brought here by Elaine as well. Did she not tell you? Are you also unsure of your position? Your kind, of course, are most welcome, but deeply unexpected. Ah. This is not a land for your kind. The jungles are most hostile and not built for your needs. I think beyond the great river, there is a, a gentle valley on the far east side that would be quite suitable for your people. Are you going to live here in the jungle? I believe that Elaine has brought us both here with a purpose, but I'm not sure exactly what that purpose is yet. Well. We do trust in her. Now that you're safe, take a night of rest. I will return when the sun rises, and we will speak again there. Yes. Now take your time to collect your thoughts. And uh, then Arid will shawl still over her shoulders, turn and head down the hill. The giant otter sort of tromping along behind her. Oh, goodness. And once she's far away, I will look at Vincent and I'll be like, Fuck. Incredible, I mutter. Beautiful. Uh, it, 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 very interesting. But uh, where are we? Seems like something we'll have to figure out. Um, but we'll get to find out more tomorrow. Yes. Do you think she's an elf? 
Do I know what a Nerid is? Yeah, it's a water spirit. It's, um, um you know, a semi... Uh, you know, it's like an elemental related thing. They're not native to this plane. Um, in your in your trainings and learnings, once upon a time when the world was fresh and new, there were a lot more like natural elementals that existed to help create the world. That you know, those are the rumors, those are the legends. And I'm telling you because it sort of tracks with what you're seeing here. This is a newly created land for the first time in you know five thousand years or something. And here is one of these elementals who or elemental kin who appear to be helping or assisting or or around for it. Mm-hmm. I think there, there should be more questions than answers, but that's mm. a vibe that you would get. Do yeah. I know enough about history that elves have lost a bunch of land? Oh, totally, yeah. Well, the elves in Arcadia, where you're from, used to have a a very large section to the north of Arcadia, and... There was this red dragon named Scoria who kind of ruled in the north of Arcadia for a long time and was constantly burning down like elven forest sections and the elves were at war with Scoria. And Drekus eventually killed Scoria and around the time that Scoria died, the elves just sort of pieced out. No one knows exactly when it happened because it's not like there was regular trade between them. It's just that sometimes someone went to go see them and they weren't around. Then someone was able to like walk into their forests when they wouldn't normally be able to and then reported back that, like, the elves seem to be gone. Um, so the elves have left Arcadia. And their land was, you know, heavily damaged and destroyed and set aflame by red dragons. Are elves evil in your world like they are in some other worlds? No. They're just people just chilling? Yeah, they are... Um, some of the first creatures to exist on this land. They are super long-lived. They're generally considered, like, good creatures. Um, They are creations of of Martha, goddess of life, and Mm -hmm. Loomis, god of the sun. I mean, a lot of gods worked on them. Mm -hmm. Are they no longer Astaire people? Um... Esther definitely had a helping hand and a guiding hand, but this is one of the, like, how do you say? A lot of the lore of the world is pretty subjective, and if you talk to one person, they say this is the way the world is. You talk to someone else, they say this is. So if in previous campaigns you have heard that elves are the children of Esther, I don't want to say that is not true anymore, but I would say that what your characters would know is that they are more tied to life and creation than they are to law and order. Right. Um, so just, you know, try and try and manage multiple conflicting origin stories. Yeah, I'll check in on Elaine at this point and be like, alright, well, I think Elaine might be having a, men- a medical episode one second. I'll be like, Elaine, are, are you right? I'll like touch her shoulder. Are you right? Elaine? I think I just touched a cable. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll say, um, whatever is over there 
is very much beyond what I am willing or capable to do. Okay? What do you mean? I'm good with a sword. Okay? I'm a decent defender. I can arrest people. I can throw them into prison. I can hold down a fort. Okay? okay. I will do all these things. But talking to that water lady with a giant otter? I don't know what that was, and I want nothing to do with it. But don't you think it's important? It seems like... Like... This place serves a grand purpose. We'll be right back. Yeah. I don't think I'm grand enough for whatever that purpose is. What? Do you want to walk into... What did she call it? The lands prepared for the Fae? Is that where you want to go? I think she said it was prepared for... Uh, yes, maybe Fae creatures and, and elves. She, she said that my people, the halflings, are, are, are welcome here, but it wasn't intended for us, but rather that it was intended for you. Um, and I think that she means that by the virtue of being a elf or having elf, and definitely not for the humans. Um, surprised that we brought these two beggars along, but... We're not supposed to be in there. She's protecting this for whenever the elves return or come there or whatever. That's not us. Clearly not us. We are part of those people, of those intruders down at the beach. That's us. That's who we are. Ah, yes. That's 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 who we are. I did not bring anybody along. What? I mean, it's called the jungle of death. I didn't expect the jungle of magical creatures and I don't know fairy tales and sparkles and voluptuous women walking around with giant whatever that was. Otters. If you say so. Well, we could we could spread word that there's. Well, we shouldn't spread word. We shouldn't really say anything. I'm not sure what to do with this. It it, it seems like a like a, a great mystical thing that's happening here, and I'm I'm not sure how I'm supposed to be involved now that I know this. It's quite grand. Well, we could technically we could just walk down that path and never tell a soul and that place would just be safe. She's kept it safe for all that time. You know, we could keep keeping it safe. Yes. Would it be best to learn more about it or should we just take our, take what we know, zip it and not speak of it? She would be quite uh, confused, I imagine. Well, how do we even begin to to talk about what's going on here? Well, she thinks that you're in on it, I think because you've got Elvin in you and she can maybe sense it somehow. And... So you want me to lie to her? I should go there and lie and pretend I know what's going on and that this is who I am and that I always wanted to come here. That's that's what you want me to do. No, I, I don't know what you should do. I'm, I, I, I have no idea what's going on nor what is best to be done. It seems significant, this place. 
it might be best to get information on it, but maybe it would be uh, an informational hazard to even know. Aren't you curious? <sighs> you know what she said? This is your home, and you can be safe here. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. Why? I can't try to be human the entire time just to walk in here to pretend that I'm actually an elf. And that this is where I finally belong. That's not, it's not possible. Oh, well, you don't, you don't have to. Uh, you can just ask questions. Maybe even be honest with her. You are an elf. She seems to very much value that. Uh, so, you know, if I said that I was lying, then she'd be like, oh, well, hell to you. And of course, Vincent. Oh, God. I don't want to know what she'd do to Vincent. But um, you. Fine, then I will tell her. I'll tell her the truth. Yes. And she said she'd be back in the morning, so we can just expect to see her then. Right. Let's get some rest then. I probably can't sleep anyways, but let me at least take the first shift of Nightwatch then. You can pitch a tent. You can settle down for the evening. Um, sounds like you're taking first watch. Vincent, did you have anything you wanted to add to all of this? No, everything sounds good. <laughs> Elaine. You're taking first watch. Is this just because you can't sleep or because you want to do something once everyone else has gone to sleep? No, I actually cannot sleep whatsoever. This All is right. bothering me. This is very... I thought we were going to fight... You know, I thought maybe we'll fight some elementals. Maybe we'll find some magic contraption that helps Vincent or something. I did not thought think there was an identity crisis just up the hill. Or I wouldn't have gone in the first place. So now we're here, you know, and Elaine is not particularly happy about this. All right. <laughs> it's it's difficult. See. Um... Well, the morning comes, everyone wakes up, and sure enough, the Nerid rises from the water once again, and with her shawl and her giant otter in tow, ascends the hill and rises up to meet the four of you. Friends. Uh-huh. Family. Companions, visitors, guests. Yes, hello again. How are you good this morning. morning? Wonderful. Quite good, quite good. Have you had anything to drink? She will take off her shawl and hold it out and sort of like twist it and water will begin to you know, drip from it. If anyone needs it, you can just cup your hands under. Sure. I'll drink some water from the Nerid shawl. Why not? Why not? Okay. Why Thank not? You. Yep. She gives you clean, clear, fresh, delicious water. This is the, the one time that we're going to break from Santa Barbara tradition. Santa Barbara has the hardest, most mineral-laden piece of shit water in my entire life. It is 
bad. It is terrible. We're not doing that to you guys. This is delicious water. Thank you. Thank this you. is like Lake Hetch Hetchy, delicious San Francisco water. These are mm-hmm. California references. I don't expect anyone else to get them. I most certainly don't. I'm Canadian, but it's we, good water. It's good water. We have bad water in Santa Barbara. Good water. Bad. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's healthy, but it's just very hard. Ugh, it tastes like drinking rocks. Ew. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she she gives water for everyone to drink. Um, she puts the shawl back over her shoulders. Looks at the four of you. Elaine, do you have any needs that I can help you with? A place to direct you? Are there more coming by way of sea? I did not expect this to be the... But I suppose you're only half of an elf, so the normal means of transport might not be available to you. I need to talk to you about this. Of course. Okay. Please don't interrupt me. This is already taking way more energy than I possibly have, so... I have no idea what is going on. Okay, I was never meant to be here, and I don't think anybody of us was actually meant to cross that that creek and come up here. We did, but I don't think we were meant to. I am a half-elf. I do not come from here. I come from Drakis, from Arcadia. I don't know if these words even mean anything to you. And the only half-elf on this island is the man who's actually in charge of that outpost full of, you know, pests that you talked about yesterday. That's the other half elf. There's only two of us. There's no elves. Most elves have actually left recently. We don't know where they went. I did not inquire. I don't even know. I have no connections to other elves whatsoever. But I can tell you that the elves are gone, at least the ones in Drakus, and I don't know if and when they will be coming back. Isn't that good news? If they left, that must mean that they heard the call and are coming here. Or have maybe gone somewhere else that's safe. You have created such a wonderful place, and I hate to disappoint you, but I cannot pretend that something is happening. That is not the case. And if you need to punish us for crossing this border, then, you know, you can punish me. Clearly, I'm the one who's uh, the biggest farce right now. But, but let the others go back. No, I I, I was the one that, that used my half-footing feet to, to cross it. I didn't know what we were crossing into, particularly. You have not heard the call? You have not come here to make your new home? No, we have, but not in the way that you are implying. I don't... We've come here because we wanted to make this island our home. That's correct, yes. We wanted to help people here. But I was called here by the people who already live down here. By those you don't want in this place, which I do respect. But there's no elf that told me to come here. You In fact, there's no do not whatsoever. side with the Fey folk. 
you don the armor of men because you your alliance is with the human empires. Let's say my father was an elf and I've never met this man in my entire life. And it was the humans who've taken me and raised me and I fought for them, yes, because no fey folk has ever called me for anything. She looks to Vincent and his silent companion. And you are not invited guests into the home and elven homeland. You are human interlopers who have arrived before the people for whom this land was made, seeking to plunder it for your own desires. Well, well I don't think it's necessarily that. I think that they've come at request of Elaine. I just think that Elaine isn't necessarily connected to her elven background or history. Um, as she said, her father never introduced her to it. It's quite sad, if you asked me. Yes, I just follow Elaine. And who is to say that she wasn't called? Because calling works in strange and mysterious ways, no? It does. She found her way to the island, and we followed her. She is our leader. We do swear our allegiance to her, not the other way around. What they say is true. This is a land made for you. And whether you were hoping for this or not, this is meant to be the homeland of your people for what time remains. What time? What do you mean, what time remains? You see, she really doesn't know anything. I mean, neither do I, but she she really doesn't know. You're, you're mortal? You have... She looks you up and down. 130 years left of life? Are you not here to... No. Take some time. Think about this. This paradise built for your ancestors, your people, your kind, made specifically, tailored to protect them from... from the other shorter-lived creatures. Maybe you weren't called here to live here. Maybe you were called here to keep it safe. There are already humans living on the coasts. Maybe a... Maybe your purpose is different. I'm a simple water spirit. I don't know the grand plan. Okay. I will give you more time. Who, who would I talk to here to understand the grand plan then? Did they just create this place and then they left and that's it? Is there no way to understand all this? I wish I could help you. 
I've done my part. My part is holding back those that would cross through who might fear, who might not know that crossing the mountains and coming through the river is a necessary part. Kept the intruders at bay. I uh, talked to kind of both Elaine as well as the Naird. Shouldn't we tell her about the other part of the island? What other part of the island? I'm surprised that you haven't kept in touch with your fellow Nairds. We speak every year or so. Hmm. Well, you may want to look to the east. I don't know if you know of the Naird, which was keeping um, one of those passes safe, but it appears that people can pass through it. There's a group of there's a group of orcs and led by one human that have apparently crossed the mountains and are sitting in an old big fortress. Her yes. light skin sort of flashes with the wine colors of a, a, the sea during a storm, as you mention these things. Um, her brow furrows. She clutches her shawl tighter to her. The otter rears back up on its hind leg, standing, you know, at least five feet tall right now. If it could be... All right. Calm down, buddy. Calm down. Say... They are very dangerous people, and they... Listen, if you would give us a chance, okay, we could try to keep this island safe. We really could. Under your guidance, we could probably figure out a way to make all this work. Okay, I would... I mean, I'm really not qualified for this, but I would try my best. You are the only one here. You're the first to arrive. I don't know if that means anything. To for it, like, isn't it just plain happenstance that I'm the first one? Could it have been any other half F that was the first one? What does it even mean to be the first anywhere? These are questions you should be asking yourself. What is your... Who are you? Is this your home? Or are you an intruder? Whatever it is, I think perhaps I should leave you to reflect. If you need me, go into the creek and call my name, and I shall arrive in due time. Can we walk around here, or is it intruding if we have a look around? Should I reflect here? It's not intruding if it's your home. And these your guests. Can you tell us about the ruins to the east? Hmm. I am aware, vaguely, that there are remnant structures from long ago scattered across this land. 
I don't know of the one you speak of. Could you be more I specific? I believe they, they call it Fort Kachuma, but I don't know if they gave them that name hmm. or if that is its name. It's supposed to be like an old fortress somewhere in the jungle, very, very old, that has resurfaced in recent years. Made out of stone. She shrugs. The divine work in mysterious ways. They repurpose, recycle, reuse. Are they still here somewhere? I mean, is this island still expanding or is this the finished version? My section is finished. That is what I know. The far north beyond the mountains, there is a desert. And... There's a great river that runs through it. I do not know if that is the end or if it is still in process. How I'm do a you simple. Know? What do you. How do you I know? Said that, you said that you know that your section is done. How do you know? Do you sense it? Did you speak to someone? Hmm. You don't have a sense of your destiny, do you? You talk as if you don't know what your purpose in life is. None of you seem to know your place in the world. It's quite clear to me what my place is. It's... Maybe your word for this is instinct? I know what my place is here, and this is my creek, my river. And I feel it, and I grow it, and I shape it, and I know it is mine. And it is mine to protect and guard and carve and grow and ebb and flow. It's... It's as simple to me as breathing is to you. I find that rather quite beautiful. My parents had a sense of that growing up. They always said that they knew that they were meant to be farmers. Wheat farmers cultivate the land, create the food, and they never questioned it once. And, you know, I think that that sounds very similar to them. I think you're quite similar, yes. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I shall take my leave. If you need me, you need but... Stand in my waters and speak my name, and I shall arrive. All right. Um, and Thank with you, that, lady. she oh, receives. Uh, one more thing. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the place inward into this jungle a little bit. Has there been a section around here that's been prepared for newcomers? Oh simple human the creatures for which this place is meant need not houses of wood nor stone they are more than capable of thriving surviving in lands of natural conditions without structure without shelter oh silly me i should have assumed that it's okay it's 
your nature to transform the world around you. You are a child of Malchus. It is your instinct. You need not apologize for who you are. Very understanding of you. Okay, and she goes. Fantastic. So you're still going to split this land with the orcs? Kind of fucked up now. Kind of fucked up now. Elaine, I don't think it's a good idea to give this to the orcs anymore. Oh no, what have we done? I think it's perhaps too precious. What makes it so precious? Tell me. Well, I mean, you can't deny that humans are kind of taking things over, can you? Uh, That places for peace and and fey have kind of, you know, gone away over time. I think that, well, this lady's quite lovely and she uh, stands for peace. You know, that's quite good. Uh, but uh, this is also our land, in a way. I don't know. I think that we should keep it as ours. I don't think that anyone else is going to be able to maintain peace here like we are. Certainly not the elves. It needs to be in control of our empire for us to do good with it. You know they won't care. Only we are. We're the civilized peoples. Yeah, it seems like the inner part of this mountain uh, belongs to the elves, so I'll post Santa Barbara. Should be fun. That is true, actually. This could, they only intrude fact, us if they come in here. This could mm-hmm. even be our great opportunity to make amends or foster relations with the elves even further. There, there are no elves here, Vincent. Someday there will be. The elves left our homeland for a reason. They probably f- are finding their way here as we speak. Well, I think it's important we remain under control of this piece of land. Um, if only for our empire making sure we can do the right thing. I don't think that the orcs will care at all about what is right and wrong. That is up to us and our silly human empire to maintain the peace. Yes, we'll have to hope that Geraldine is... can be talked to. Oh, but also we surely shouldn't tell her of this place. I'm pretty sure she already knows. Of this? She, but she said that we were the first here. Well, from the small little past that she knows about, 
what that yes. means is that for the orcs and Geraldine to have gotten through on their side, they probably had to pass through a Nerd. Well, to be fair, I think all the fair creatures are highly magical creatures. I'm not sure if that works or how that works. But we could try to figure out if they know about how these lines work Geraldine is looking for. Called, what are they called? Ley lines? Mm -hmm. Great, yeah, we can ask her. That might lead us to Geraldine. Yeah. I'm still not sure if what this has to do with me, but I... I what don't mean? want this to fall to the orcs. Not to Whatever put on it. any pressure towards you, but you might be the chosen one. I do believe in fate, Elaine, and I think that perhaps your ancestry has something to do with us being here. Who knows? Maybe maybe we were sent here for a greater divine purpose, Elaine. Yes. You the divine you purpose of walking through this creek as the first person, that is truly a way to be chosen. You said you weren't called, but you were the one chosen to lead this expedition to outpost Santa Barbara, and then you were the one who decided to come over here instead of taking my suggestion of a two-week vacation. Uh, well. And you are the only half-elf in, in, in between us. You have a connection to the Fae, and your blood courses through your veins. Maybe it's your greater calling to get the elves to this area. Yes, like like an elf oh, said. Oh, well, let's calm oh. it. Let's calm it with that calling, shall yes. we? Yes. I don't think. Um... <laughs> well, I guess. If you want to protect something that does not make you an intruder, even if it doesn't necessarily make it your home. So, how about for now we'll stick to a protector instead, and we'll see where that takes us. Yes. So where to? Let's call for this narrative again. Or we can explore the land, just for a little. Let's explore how. a little bit yeah. and just get a feeling for what it's yeah. like, I think. A vibe oh. check, if you will. We should get the directions. You should always ask for directions. I hope time works the same in the jungle of death as it does outside. We might already be 50 once we were still. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That'd be so fucked up. Crumb would have to go visit like 20 tombstones. <laughs> Holy shit. I think uh, finding out where the closest ley line is and then going for there was a great idea, uh, which I'm afraid only the Nerd might know. Yeah. If uh, you could call for her, Elaine, I feel a little Fine. Bit... Fine. I will call for her i guess so i'll call I'll, I'll go to the creek and i'll stick my hand in and i'll call for her in your plate mail and everything i imagine you armor up in the morning no in my plate mail and everything neil excellent do uh, you dare drowning me on this day yeah what, let's you, figure it out 
Does anyone remember the Nared's name? Uh, yes, I have it written down. It is... It's Naren. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Skeely. Skeely. Excellent. You call Skeely, and it takes a few moments, but you can see, like, the waters rise as you call her name, and then they drop again, letting you know that your call has been received. Um, and a few minutes later, she will arise from the water, but like only from the waist up does she emerge. The rest of her is in the like three or four inches of water that rests between her and the, the bed of the stream. The shawl like you know, hangs off her shoulders and falls into the water, disappearing, kind of looking more like foam on the sides of the creek at that point in time. So she's like, you know, her head's roughly at your hips as she looks up. Yes. So I'll, I get real close with my face and I'll say, um, I'm not somebody who makes quick decisions, unfortunately. And I also not. don't have the None time to think are. think all this through for years either because I'm only half of my people, so... Oh. I... I've been here for a day and I feel like this is a very precious place. I can feel it. I don't know my purpose or if this really is truly me walking through as the first and being the you know coming home or whatever i don't know anything about this but when i'm here i can feel that this is to be protected and i would like to see more of this place and i would like to do it peacefully and i don't want to destroy anything i'd like to preserve this as best as I can, but I'm not very knowledgeable. Would you like to show... Would you like me to show you the length and breadth of my stream? Yes. I think that would help. Call your companions and we shall go. Oh, hey. Vincent! Crump! Yes! Vaudron! <laughs> Alright. I come to the call and follow. Yeah. Alright. Crump's quite excited about this. She will lead you um, up the creek, which does flow uphill quite a ways. Uh, always just, you know, staying about halfway submerged in the water. After a little ways, you'll see the otter is swimming alongside as well. Um, and as you walk along with her, there are moments where one side becomes impassable and she will lower the water in the creek to give you dry spots to step so you don't slip as you cross from left to right or, or right to left as needed. And she will lead you deep into the jungle of death. good yeah maybe the jungle of uh, elves the jungle of life and the jungle of creeks not the jungle of death yeah as you enter in um, as you get past the first couple thousand feet where it's just dry hills it 
slowly gets populated with trees and not too far after that you find yourself in a proper jungle environment it's humid um, there's like little bits of water dripping from the leaves of trees as if it had rained here recently but you didn't get any rain out on the coast since you've been here and you didn't get any rain last night but it seems like this interior part of the jungle had rain earlier today maybe this morning or, or maybe last night and there's still like little trickles coming down maybe an hour into this expedition a small house cat will make its appearance known to you by uh giving like a little meowing chirp as it rests upon a branch of a tree overhead. Oh, oh so sweet. What is that? A, a cat? It's a cat. In a jungle? Yes. They're quite, quite wild, these things. Had tons of mousers around the farm. Yep. This is probably their natural habitat. I wouldn't be surprised. They're feral, those little things, those little fires. Meow. The cat looks at you, grooms itself, and continues to gaze upon you. But the Nerid keeps going, ignoring the cat. And the party follows. She will pass by strange rocky outcroppings like in the middle of the creek there is this almost it's not quite obsidian obsidian has like a really glassy texture to it and that you know the edges of it you can kind of see through a little bit but it's similar to like a dingy dusty obsidian stone that sort of juts out from the middle it's maybe can i ask tall, her what that is wide. so i've um, never seen stones like these Old from the elemental plane of Earth. As much of this land has been. She seems to just kind of ignore it and keeps floating alongside. Uh, there's lots of little tributaries that flow into this creek as the, the walls around you begin to flatten out. And so you're less like in a valley with hills on either side and more just like in a, a flat-ish jungle. And the creek is the, the low spot there. You will pass by many a tree of which you are familiar and completely unfamiliar. There are, um, you know, there's oaks. Um, there are eucalyptus trees. There are uh, willows. There, There's a, a wide grouping of trees that you might not expect to see in the same region. If you're a person who knows anything about plants, you with an herbalism mm. proficiency, Vincent, uh, would know that... You don't usually see willows and eucalyptus trees growing side by side. Like, they like different habitats. Eucalyptus trees like dry environments. Willow trees like really wet environments. And yet here they are side by side. And eucalyptus trees have these, like, gorgeous colors of purples and reds and oranges and tans running through them. Almost like they've been painted at angles. Do I note that some of them have been rained on and some have not been? Um... No, you're not, like, walking past things and, like, this is a dry tree right next to a wet tree. That's not the, the situation. Okay. Um, as, we, mm -hmm. as we continue on, I'll ask the Nared, uh, do you know anything about ley lines? Cracks in the earth, in the very fabric of the, the land through which 
The rest of the world seeps through. The rest of the worlds seep through, I should say. Hmm. That is that is Are my there... understanding of your word for ley lines. That's right. Uh, are there any in your area? Yes. My my home, my pool is centered on a, the cross between two. It, it's how I arrived here. What uh, other worlds are there? Well, all the worlds. Worlds of earth and air and water and fire. Uh The Feywild. Uh And its surrounding burrows. Nasty places, beautiful places, plains of all manners of things. Were you born here? Or do you come from a different plane? No, I, I... I come from elsewhere. I called here, made myself. And this is one of those hard to translate. Where is a butterfly born? Is it born from egg or cocoon? Uh... From an egg, because then it it turns into a butterfly. Then I am not from this place. Yeah. Where were you? Where, where are you from then? Um, I wouldn't know how to explain it. You, a crass oversimplification that you might understand would be the elemental plane of water, but understand that is only 40% truth and I could not, I, I, I don't know how to, explain the differences okay but this I'll like point around as I say this is your home this is my home you consider me a butterfly I was a caterpillar in my first home and this is where I take my final form my final life and are all of your kind kind of like the butterfly caterpillars like they're born and and then they here on this plane, or do you go to different planes that need you in their in to be a butterfly? I think the this conversation is that that'll do for what we are talking about. That's mm-hmm. that's close enough. I hope to answer your questions, but uh, yeah. I have a question, Neil. Would I have heard any, like, are there, like, any children's stories of, like, myths and legends of, like, fey things? Oh, totally. That... Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Do I know any of them? You would know a lot of them. There's all sorts of, you know, 
fae-esque creatures around. Um, elves are the most civilized versions of them. They're the, the least threatening and the least dangerous. I mean, they're super fucking dangerous um, because mm -hmm. elves are like hundreds of years old. So every elf you run across is like a 14th level fighter or like a 15th level mage because they've just been chilling around for 600 mm -hmm. years and they got plenty of time, right? But there's lots of other things like pixies and sprites who are small little creatures and seemingly cute from a distance, but they have like pretty potent magics and they usually like, put people to sleep and then, you know, fuck with them and leave. Uh, but sometimes they can actually charm you into doing things that are dangerous to yourself. Um, there's other fey folk who are more like satyrs um, and leprechauns who are but a little bit- But these are like more... for sure existing. Totally. I mean, yeah, yeah, totally existing. Yeah. I'm looking more like you've for never like, seen one, but you, you yeah. you're pretty certain. Everyone talks about yeah. leprechauns like they're a real thing. Um, yeah. Oh, I was looking for like, like a unicorn kind of fable, and then asking her like, yeah, but unicorns, unicorns are real, real in this world too. Every all the fables are real in this world is the problem. Okay. okay or if they're it. not, like you, you have no reason to believe that they're not. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, oh, but cool. you you will pass stags, you will pass um, very large cats, big cats, you know, big cat style creatures, um, but no other seemingly sentient beings around as you bruise this jungle. Um, eventually, after a few hours. The tree types change, and you come into an area that is laden with these broad-leaved trees that have these dark green fist-sized fruits hanging off of them. Um, but other it's a jungle, you know? What do you know? It's a strange, peaceful, serene area with a way weird variety of trees weird variety of plants and shrubs and grasses and herbs and ferns that grow around it i'm a mix of natural creatures plenty of birds that cat keeps following you that that house cat you that you saw earlier with the red fur i didn't say it was red at the time but it is red um it seems to continue to follow you, it, uh, you what's why is the house cat following us you should ask it i don't know I don't oh. know everything. I, I'm just a simple Nared. I, I cannot hope to possibly enlighten you on all of existence. I will ask the house cat, excuse me, little little kitty, cat. why are you following us? And I'll, yeah, look at him. Meow, 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 why are you following us? Um. I mean, like any other cat that you might run into in your life, it regards you and then grooms itself. Ah, does it take a pet? I try to give it a pet. Will it take it? I think so. It sits there, continuing to lick its paws and rub its face as you come up and scratch its head. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll pet him. Cool. Mm -hmm. The cat accepts your pets. Yeah. It's a good cat. Very good cat. Mm -hmm. um, as you get I up to go, it's following us. Yeah. As you get up to go, it'll leap up onto your shoulder, crump, and stay perched on your shoulder. Oh my 
I think that the cat distribution systems found me. Ah. Well, ah, amazing. Love if a good she, cat. If she's comfortable, you should take her with you. Maybe she probably knows more about this place than we do. Oh yes, yes, and I'll keep petting the kitty and be like, "Ah, oh, good kitty, good kitty." I'm gonna name her Red because she is red. <laughs> not to, uh, not to. Unique, but still a good name. Um, the cat. When you say, you know, when you say those things, the cat will meow out some words in a tongue that you don't speak. Um, but it's definitely not like meow. It's definitely like makes a language, forming a sentence, a short sentence, but like a proper sentence. Can you understand her? Alas, the Nerid. Can you not? Oh, oh, oh you, you poor with... creature! You never knew your sire. You you don't speak Elven. How odd! Oh, the cat speaks Elven. That the protector and first person here doesn't even speak the language. Yes, it's quite sad that she's uh, alienated from her father. Listen, I am very sorry that I'm not living up to what you expected. Okay, I have not chosen this for myself, but this is what I am. She and says I for sure name. have not chosen that my father has decided to leave, you know? It mm. just happened. I was not able to tell him that maybe it would be a good idea if he would... Never mind, forget about it. Her name is Firepaw. Firepaw! Oh, that is adorable. how beautiful! How absolutely beautiful! And I will pet Firepaw and I will give her the scratches under her chin and... Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes you can pay attention to a cat and like see how they like to be scratched? I'll give them my best attention and scritches. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what she does, will let you what... know when and where those scritches should be and when you should stop. Amazing. <laughs> I will what does, follow. Yeah. What does she want from us? I don't think anyone has anything they want from you. Huh. She wants a little love, a little scritches. I... What about but... I hmm. Hmm. I find it there is a strong disconnect between expectations and understandings. Mm. This is not Hi. a transactional place. Does that make sense? Yes, it's one of relationship and connection. And where where kitty cat comes and you pet it. Late, have you never pet a kitty cat? Uh, I'll I'll put out my hand very slowly towards the cat. Does she hiss at me or is she friendly? She just you expect her to hiss? grooms herself. She seems, you know, uh, not friendly, not unfriendly, just sort of 
I'm a cat. You're a person near me. Your hand is near okay, me. Okay, I'll, I'll very slowly approach with my hand and I'll try carefully scratching behind her ears a little bit. It's a good place to scratch. Yeah, very good. She, she doesn't care. She just does her own thing. I'll just say, uh, huh. I guess. Anyway, um, you can walk through the jungle with the Nerid for a while. She'll show you... It'll take you four hours into the jungle uh, where you will finally get to her, what she calls her pond, which is a large body of water, maybe um, 300 feet across in each direction. It's not a perfect sphe uh, circle. It's sort of like, you know, um, gourd-shaped almost, like a, a, a water gourd, like, a, like an hourglass-shaped gourd shaped um and that this pool is very deep and she says this is her home and this is where the the stream starts even though you can see that there are a few tributaries that feed into it um and along the way you've seen strange trees normal trees strange undergrowth mushroom patches mushroom circles um bizarre rocks cats large and small Stags, um, deer, doe, river otters, the giant otter that she keeps with her, um, many other creatures you might not expect to see in a jungle like this. But here they so all do are. more of these otters live in the jungle here? Or do you have the only big one? This one is my <laughs> pet. What, did he grow that big naturally, or did you did you help him along? This is his form. Oh, very big otter. Very large. Does he take a scratch as well? No. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a goddamn shame. <laughs> Does he have a name? Hmm. You might call it. Uh, maybe, maybe a good translation would be trickle. Trickle! Oh, trickle, trickle, trickle. He seems a great protector as well. I... What made you choose him as a pet? How did you, how did you come acquainted with trickle over here? You know, we've been together so long now, it's hard to remember. Ah, he lives a long time too. That's a great blessing. Great blessing. Always suddenly die. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I picked him as a cub from his oh. litter. Appeared mm. to be have the right temperament. Anywho, I have shown you the stream, its lengths, its breadths. You have spent half a day coming into the jungle. Have you seen enough? Do you need more? I know you have so very many questions and I am ill-equipped to answer them to your heart's delight. But I get the feeling that even if I could answer every last question of yours, that I wouldn't be answering 
things you really want to know. Does that make sense? Yeah, as we've been traveling, I've been lightly mapping it. Um, are we at a place that would be considered like the edge of her territory then? Yeah, it appears that her territory is just this creek, and now you you started at one end of it, and now you're at the other end of it. So you have mapped her whole, her whole creek. I mean, there is the question, like, a creek has other creeks that feed into it from time to time. And so there is a question of, like, whether the things that feed into this main one belong to her and if she can travel them. Um, but you've definitely gone down, like, the main riverway, waterway. Could you on the map basically mark out her territory? Yeah. It goes... Um, like that? Oh, wait, that's not showing to you. Um, something like this. Oh, let me ah, just okay. uh, do it in a little doodle. I say, um, have you ever met anybody who was here before you? What does anybody mean? Um, a person that, or a thing that I, I could communicate with. No, you're the first. But if you there, mean you squirrels and animals, then there are many. But those bipedal humanoid creatures that speak your tongue, this tongue, no. And what about fake creatures? No pixies, something like that? Not yet. What about the cat? The kitty cat speaks Alvin. He shrugs. I suppose... It is a cat. It's not one. It's a normal cat that just speaks elven. It's an elven cat. An elven cat? Yes, but cats are hardly conversationalists. Are there nerids all around your area? Like one to the west, one to the north, one to the east? Many of the rivers and streams here are in, occupied by their appropriate spirits, as are the boulders and the winds. The mountains are occupied by their respective spirits. The air, the winds that blow. How, how will they know that we're not intruders, though? I don't understand. I mean, do they all know that we are supposed to be here? Perhaps or will the boulders rise up and attack us if we walk past them? You should ask them. What if they only speak Elven? Do they only speak Elven? You should ask them. I... I agree, we I should ask them. Not Could you? The lord of this land. I am not this place's creator. I am not omnipotent. I, I do not know of course. everything. No. I, I know so very few things, just my purpose. And I my think that we see river. you as a guide. Could you a, give us a very an value intro- guide? Yes. Could you give us an introduction to the 
narrowed. I'm guessing that all of these areas have a narrowed watching over them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Could you give us an intro to the one to the east? There are many rivers and streams east of here. My stream does not connect with theirs, so I do not know which is the closest one. And when we do talk, when we do speak, it is not how I am speaking to you now. We, we do not rise up and shake hands and move our lips and make the air flow and vibrate and commune that way. We, it's, um, it's, it's vibrations in the deep of the water from where we come long ago. We, we don't can, what a, hmm, God, the, the mortal tongue, it does not, we speak on our own plane, through our own plane, and my awareness of their locations is minimal. I know of the, the great river and its many spirits there. That is far to the north. Um, I know because they speak of the desert. I'm aware that there is a desert far north of here. But east-west who could be a river a, a half mile or a dozen miles. and I wouldn't know do which one. Do you know of any places of great magic around here? I mean, this all seems like a magical place, but something to go towards in this jungle an old tower a giant ruin a place where those ley lines connect and we can find more about the magic anything like that I honestly thought you would know these things better than I this place is safe right I did understand that correctly you said that if I belonged here then this is a safe haven for me yes safe from the world that seeks to destroy your kind but ah. you can still fall from a tree and break an arm you could still be killed by the cat upon her shoulder oh killed she can get she can grow to five times her size Oh, what a good kitty! Well, I fucking better even <laughs> I, I think Crumb loves cats. Sorry, I might be projecting my own personality on her now, but Crumb loves cats. Well, I think if we truly want to communicate with this place, I guess we just have to go out and see what we find. There's no guide here. There's no waypoints. There's not really any roads, as far as I understand it. I look at the narrative. So... Shrugs. And if we get lost, we'll have to ask a spirit to lead us back. And hope they are willing. Yes. I think that we all have uh, good hearts in mind right now. 
We're none of us are trying to hurt this land, and well, I think that you are connected here somehow, Elaine Cantalin. Uh, so I think that we'll be okay. I truly believe that. What does Pentalin mean? No, oh, I have no idea. It's a lovely name, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You mean the last name? Mm-hmm. It's that not my... It's not It's not my elven name. It's a human name. Hmm. Let's see. Well, friends, I have brought you to my pool. If you need to leave, follow my stream and it will take you out pass you know how to reach me I will leave you in for now yes I'll I'll look at her and I'll say um Skilly I just wanted to say that me not being what you expected or maybe what you hoped for is none of your fault. It's not your fault at all. Um, How could it be? Good. I just wanted to make that very clear. I don't want you to feel bad about me stumbling into this. I, I don't understand, but you seem distressed. So, be at peace? Well, I will try. Don't have much of a choice, do I? I guess this is the first time there's no uh, manual for what to do in this situation. A hand? Do you need help? Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Yes, is there help? With what can you... I think she has much to think I... about. Much much on her mind. Spiritual guidance and and reconnecting with her father. Um Elaine, would you like oh, to pet the cat? Oh, oh, oh. I don't I don't need to really connect with my father. There's a difference between trying to navigate this situation and Yes, you yes, know. yes, yes. Of course. Yes. Well, the Nerud will submerge herself in the water. The river otter will lounge away. So much away for the, the so much for the hand that worked well. She's like, "Do you need a hand?" Yes, please. She's like, "All right, goodbye, bye." Yeah. Frickin' Fey folk, right? Yeah. Well. Frickin' Fey folk. Um, okay. Well, the party. You're in the jungle. You have a few days of food on you. In theory, there's food here. The Nerid said it's safe, but she also told you that the things here can kill you and that you can easily get hurt. So I don't know if it's safe or not. Um, it's never safe anywhere on this island. You know, does it truly is. matter? You have uh, some time before the orcs will come to greet you. We're not sure how much because he was just going to send a, a Nug Nug? Nub Nub? What's his name? Nook Nook Nook. Who's gonna send Nook Nook when the the mage came back? So, at some time, the orcs uh, or goblins will arrive. 
What is the party going to do? You're, you're half a day into the jungle. If you want, you can leave still within the same day. No, I think we're going explore. to do some exploring. We will explore. We'll get in touch with the ley lines, Neil. All right. Well, that will be for our next session. Um, I'm going to kill the Feywild music. And we're just going to do... I know we're out of time, but we're going to do a quick checking in with our players. And we're going to start with Vincent. Vincent, the narrative was pretty clear that your entire people are monstrous genocidal maniacs for whom a safe haven had to be created to escape from. Uh, she clearly has a low regard for everything about your your people. Uh, how comfortable do you feel in this space? Let's see. In Would you... Is that meaning uh, how much do I think that's true or? Well, I, I'm just trying to give you a prompt to give you something oh, to yeah. reflect on. Um, I could it. definitely see it. Uh, I think that they've done something admirable here and I'd like to help let that happen. You're you're cool with making this an elven homeland and not claiming it in the name of Drekus? Yep, that's fine. Dude, what about the people on the coast? Aren't you supposed to be helping them out? Yeah, we can stay on the coast. Okay, so for you, there's, there's not a, a conflict here. Everyone can find a peaceable solution. Humans on the coast, elves inland. Yeah, it makes me wonder a bit more about if we can possibly find common ground with the mm. invaders that, that's caused a snag. Yeah, what... What can you do? You see any solutions yet about what that might look like? Well, if this Geraldine is somehow as understanding as me, we could possibly all leave this to the elves. But this is starting to look pretty doubtful. Mm. But we'll have to wait until we talk to Geraldine. Uh, next up is Crum. Hello. Uh, Your what's job. The... Oh, yeah. I, got, I have a specific prompt for you because your job oh, wow. here is to represent the empire's interests and make sure that what needs to get done gets done for the good of the empire. Yes. Uh, how does this whole, you know, this island's built for elves play into the fact that like Drekus claimed this island already? Is it just like elves are late so they lose or what? No, I think the way that Crumb was thinking about it, first and foremost, I think I had to catch myself because I was going way too happy-go-lucky Elfie, and then I was like, wait, I'm supposed to be here for the Empire. Mm -hmm. And so perhaps with a mixture of both of those interests, though I'm trying to separate them out, I think that our Empire is great, that we represent good, against the evil of other empires, and that if this island were left to other empires such as the orcs, that it would fall to ruin because they are savage people and no other empire knows how to rule like we do. No other empire can bring peace to lands. They're just, you know, horrible. So that we need control over the space. It needs to be a con counter to kind of like elves probably what they what they would want to like self reign have it themselves we need to have ownership of the land so that we can protect it only um, you can protect this land so the elves can reside here safely yeah, a, a bit like condescending like oh you can't take care of it yourself but like that's kind of 
the like we our empire needs to control this land because we need to defend it against the other bad guys you know got it got the it. worst guys we're one of the good ones got it okay yeah elaine yeah all right uh it's a little complicated where are <laughs> yeah, they, where is your alliance uh, are you are, are, are you an elf in elven territory here to protect it from those who might do it harm? Or are you a leading knight of an important and ancient family here to claim this land for your people who raised you and cared for you when everyone else abandoned you, who gave you home when everyone expected that they probably shouldn't? I think Elaine has tried so far pretty successfully to avoid that part of her life you know she could have at some point tried to get in touch with her elven side and try to i don't know read some books learn some elvish do all these things when she hasn't because she was very convinced where she belongs and now she meets like this water lady who's like oh you have no idea where you belong do you mm. this um, is the elvish cat <laughs> mm. that adorable and i think She's very lost. She's very lost right now in these woods, but she also knows that she doesn't want to leave anything to these people from Solemn. So far, she's only seen those orcs, and she does not trust these people. And she's more fascinated by fascinated by these woods and its story and this whole... I mean, it was literally created by the gods, Right? If there's something you protect, then that should probably be this area, whatever purpose it is. And having the opportunity to rise up to the task and be the one to protect this place, maybe even to also protect the people who live on the shore, right? Like, that's a big opportunity, but, you know, we'll see if she's up mm. to it. <laughs> okay. Last question before we go. Um... Do you enjoy playing characters with heart-wrenching decisions that have to be made that are not clear-cut? Because that seems to be Elaine's entire history. Oh, yeah. I can't, you, you know, you knew, Neil, you knew that Elaine can't go in there and be like, oh my god, look at me, I'm an elf, let's have fun, I love everything. Like, you knew exactly it couldn't happen like this. Oh, and I didn't expect it this session either. Like, what? <laughs> Excellent. We'll find already. out what happens next time on Rise of Drekus. We'll see if Drekus actually rises.